kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. Yo, 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 what's the fuck is up, people? What up? This is episode 265. 265. Of the most consistent podcast in the year. Yeah, we good. Give me a hell, yeah. Logical sense, this is your boy, Busby. And over here, it's your boy, JC. No hurry. Coming fresh off Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Yes, ah, that was a nice, that was a nice weekend. It was. Yeah, that was a nice-ass weekend, man. It was. Had days off. Went to like I had myself a nice few drinks, met up with some pre- pretty women. Um, what did I do? I went and watched some wrestling with Edgar, which was not WWE but AEW, great wrestling show. And I just really enjoyed my my time off. I deserve that. Absolutely. I oh. spent time with fam. Nice. Got a paid holiday off. Nice. Watched the fight. Nice. I tweeted out at nine twenty one. Anytime you see a grown-ass man show up to a fight with no shape-up or Air Force Ones, you in for a long night. (laughs) Romero should have known. When Tank Davis got in that ring, he was going to get put through the gulag. The gulag. At 9.48 p.m. He went through the gulag? Was when he got put through the gulag. I saw that knockout. Yeah, he was talking big shit. He said he was going to knock Tank out in the first round. Dom and I just laughed. (laughs) this is exactly that yeah (laughs) like alright bro whatever yeah he was he he hit him with some good ones uh huh and he went through the first round got through the second the problem was when it got towards the third round he was still hitting Tank Mm -hmm. but Tank was hitting him too and Tank's Punches were just more efficient. Damn. So they thought, were hitting they were hitting each other. Oh, like Rocky status? Yeah, but Tanks was just more efficient. Mm, and you know. He, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. But he yeah. looked, he like he went not just through the gulag, he went to another dimension. He went to like the multiverse and then back. Like you know when like what's her name? Oh Melka Shava or no, what's her name? Melka Shava. Chavez from um Multiverse of Madness when she does the punch and goes into another multiverse. Yeah. That's what happened to him. Yep. <laughs> then he said he wanted to do a rematch and run it back because he felt he had him. No, I saw that. Nah, but nah, if you had him, you would have been able to face the 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 music and do that interview. Mm-hmm. He didn't do nothing. Oh wow! Nah, he walked it's always, back. The, it's always the ones that talk the most shit. They always have nothing, and then when they lose, they have nothing to say. Shout's a big business. He said Tank sent that man up to a pop smoke concert. Oh, that's that's foul. <laughs> Give me a haha. I mean, I was talking to him, ha ha. That's a Grim Reaper, ha ha. Then chopped and screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now he, he didn't want to talk to nobody. He didn't want none of that. And the thing of it was, too, the whole card was actually a really good card. Mm. Um, there was Mel- Melendez. The last three rounds with Melendez in the second fight, his hands was like cement hands. His hands was like down because he was just exhausted. Wow. 
Melendez with his hands down didn't even look as bad as when Romero got his face batted in. Sheesh. That's how that's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It, it was it was it was rough for him, man. But shout out to Tank. Uh, it just it took an ugly turn when Jim Gray made the comment that he made, and it was like, "Come on, man, we know what's going on in the world, and you know what Tank was saying. It had nothing to do with what was going on in the world. Like, yeah, you, you, was... you took it there. Like, come on, man, come on. Yeah. This man. Yeah. No. And then somebody said Jim Gray always got a problem when it's black guys that win. Like he got money riding on the white guys. <laughs> 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 Shit, man. Yeah. Well, you know, just uh, just talk about this just for a little second. If all, yeah. Everything. So with that being said, I want I brought that up because there's gonna be some things brought up over the course of the show, uh, and I want to make a perfect disclaimer on what is going on in the real world because mm-hmm. I was very quiet for the most part on my social media. Same here. Um, because not a lot needs to be said that I haven't said over the course of my lifetime mm-hmm. in regards to the situation. Yeah. Uh, you know what what occurred. Um, you know, rest in peace to those babies and and the the teachers that gave their lives protecting those babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace to the husband and the widower of one of the teachers that ended up having a heart attack as a result of losing his wife, mm-hmm. who was a high school sweetheart. And yeah, and you know they leave behind I think three or four uh, children as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Not much needs to be said as a result of this. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I you just summed up how I'm feeling. It's just like because it's just it keeps it's like a cycle, it just keeps on fucking going, and no one wants to do nothing about it. Well, if I say what I want to say, they might tap my phone. Oh uh, yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? So I I want to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they. <laughs> I might say some things to have you say he running around here like he pock. No, that was rude. And I don't, and I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of fuck yous in mind. and I, wanna, I have a lot of those too. You know what I'm saying? And they, they extend well past where I choose to aim. So you know, I, I want to make sure I, How this know. show goes, man. What you say on here. Yeah. What we say yeah. on here, it comes true. So yeah. we just watch yeah, what our know, words. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm choosing to, you know, stick to what's important. But just because I don't put it on social media didn't mean, obviously, I didn't care. But... Obviously, with me about to be an uncle within the next couple months, like that really hits close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. As we were getting ready to record, there was another one. Yeah. In, in Tulsa. Three, actually. Uh, well, actually, yeah, over the course of the span of today. What, what's no, been going today, on. Today, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, As we're recording. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, at this point, what, what can you say, man? America. Don't, don't catch you slipping though. Uh, what I will say is, if that's how they want to play it, I'm gonna tell you like a, a great philosopher said in The Wire: "Tell our people to tool up." Shit, like fucking Omar, dog. No, that was Marlo that said Marlo, that. Marlo, yeah, Marlo said it. No, I talk about Omar because I'm thinking about the show that dropped. <laughs> the show you've been waiting on for how many years? That's why I wanted to to, to lead with that. Yeah. Because, again, what goes on in the real world, I don't want to get it mixed and confused and have people start saying some shit like Jim Gray yeah. and get it confused with that. Because yes. what goes on in the real world 
should not be mistaken with how I go off and use it with clear hyperbole mm-hmm. for, you know, entertainment. Exactly. So now, you know, again, rest in peace. And I hate having to say it because it sounds like a repeat, a repeat because That's nobody, I- the people that should do some shit don't do it. Mm-hmm. But for us, I genuinely heartfelt and, and mean it. Thoughts and, for thoughts and prayers for the loved ones that are left to you know sit and wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I do commend the actual first responders that got up off their ass and, and did something. Yeah. And didn't wait for a fucking happy hour. So, with that being said, like you were about to say, I've been waiting three years. You really have. Like I was like I knew it was coming, but you, my friend, have oh, been man. waiting for this show since they announced it what we're talking about is the new star wars miniseries obi-wan kenobi oh my god okay it's happening everybody stay calm what's the procedure everyone what's the procedure (laughs) and i've been waiting baby (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Those are the stormtroopers. Just that—that that is Obi Wan too. Fuck a lightsaber. <laughs> Boy, he can't say fuck a lightsaber. He—he he gone. He, he that gone. man got PTSD. I mean, yeah, he killed like he saw his best friend become evil and thought he killed him, and he has to watch over his son and fucking has to work a nine to five <laughs> on Tatooine. <laughs> your whole race got like your whole group got like exterminated. And you're on a fucking planet. You, you're living out your retirement plan and you didn't think you were going to retire. And you have to watch over some nigga's son that's not your son. Damn. You are hiding a child. You are hiding a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are hiding a child. <laughs> Let that boy go home. <laughs> Yeah, that's Obi Wan. He is hiding a child, <laughs> or yo, he's watching over a child. <laughs> nah, but we're three. As y'all hearing this, it's three episodes. We're three episodes in. in. So, um, yeah, ain't no spoilers. No, this is a spoiler because at this point, you need to have watched episode the uh, episode three. Because, uh, man, boy, <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. Well, it's Darth Vader, but you know. But what's your thoughts on like the three episodes you've seen so far? Top one miniseries, and it's the only one <laughs> out of the whole Star Wars, or just miniseries period. Nigga, it's a top one miniseries of all time, and it's the only one. Yeah, this this shit is fucking great. Like this is everything I wanted. I personally, I wouldn't have mind if it was a movie, but I actually no, no, like this. No, I would have been pissed off if this was a movie. If it was like a two and a half hour movie, yeah, I would have been mad. But they're only six episodes. Yeah, did you like, see what they did in three? There's still three more episodes of this shit. Dude. Could you imagine that at 45 minutes that it would have been rushed? It kind of feels rushed a little bit. This don't. Mm. Well, anyway, if y'all know, if, of course, if you've lived under a rock and don't know the Force, this takes place, what, how many years after Revenge of the Sith? Ten. It's ten years after Revenge of the Sith and ten years before A New Hope. Shit. So right Obi- smack in the middle. So, Obi-Wan is kind of ten years post-retirement. 
<laughs> forced retirement. <laughs> Luke is 10 years old and he's watching over him and shit like that. And Uncle Owen says, nah, nigga, fuck out of here. <laughs> we don't like your kind. We don't like your kind here, boy. I'm giving him the speeder. The fuck is this? Obi-Wan is forced to work in minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's heartbroken over Anakin, the everything, and... Yeah. There's just a lot to like about this whole it thing. It really There's is, There's so many man. good Easter eggs. If And the thing of it is, too, is I like how they tied in the Clone Wars uh, cartoon. You and Martine were right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did go back and watch it. I was glad I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's both necessary, but it's not necessary because they do kind of count it as an Easter egg. But Yeah. So it's, you know, if you've seen just the movies, you have a full grasp of it. Yeah. But if you watch the Clone Wars, you are rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much rewarded. Yeah, especially in in uh, the third ep. Well, I don't want to call it episode. Part three. Part three. They're they're, they're called parts. Yeah. So, so in part three, you are definitely rewarded mm-hmm. when you see what was written on that wall. Yeah. My God, I yeah. saw that shit and I was like, Oh, we we here. <laughs> <laughs> we was there. <laughs> we was there. And then we was we was over cheer. We were over cheer. But now we here. But we cheer. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. For yeah. sure. And Ewan McGregor, he's doing a great job. I didn't know he executive. He was an executive producer. Oh, this is a passion like, project for is, him. This is incredible. He's been one to do this for years. He's been one to come back as Obi Wan. So and and the fact him and Hayden Christensen going on that press run and shit like that. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy the flowers are being thrown. He actually looks like Darth I'm so, Vader. I'm so happy that they're getting their flowers. You know, uh, they did not. Res- they did not deserve the hate that they got. I don't think people hate. That. They, they, they did. They didn't hate Obi Wan. They hated Aiden. They didn't hate Ewan. They hated Aiden Christensen the most. Yeah, but they they hated the prequels in general. Yeah, and, and it's kind of crazy. Like years now, like years later, people are really starting to they're they're appreciating Revenge of the Sith a lot more. Yeah, because when you see the sequels. Yeah, and when I you think, see other forms of media, it makes you appreciate what you had. And also, I also feel because Clone Wars, Clone Wars made people appreciate Revenge of the Sith a lot more. Yeah, definitely, it really did, and Rebels too, definitely. But man, just but part one, mm. um, first five minutes is the the recap, and I felt like they picked the best highlights of the prequels mm-hmm. to really hit it home. Yeah, and then the motherfucker opens, and I'm like, oh. Another point of view of Order 66. My God. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw the kids and shit with with the jet with the lightsabers, I'm like, uh oh, this is this is the jet. Uh oh. (laughs) Uh -oh. (laughs) 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 pretty much what it was and i was like "Uh oh yep and it went black and i'm like oh yeah boy Mm -hmm. and then we we go back to tatooine and then we see the what what do they call it again not sith lords but what are the inquisitors inquisitors yeah they're force sensitive folks they're not sith lords they just you know they're former jedis former jedis that well not all of them but yeah, they're force well, a good, sensitive. Per, a good percentage are former Jedi's themselves that were mm-hmm. that were turned um, in addition to force sensitives. Yeah, and one of them is the new black woman named what's her name again? Her Re- name is Moses Ingram, but in the yeah yeah her character's name is uh, Reva. Reva, 
the third sister. Mm-hmm. I thought she coming off like she was clean. The first episode, she was coming off like Cleo from Set It Off. Yeah. <laughs> Came in way too hot. Way too hot. Way too hot, but I, I appreciated the ambition. I love the energy. Yeah. Like, I'm with, as yeah, soon as I yeah. saw her, I'm like, oh, she's looking for Obi-Wan. He's like, yeah, where does a Jedi in these parts, partner? Yeah, she came in way too hot, but you know what I'm saying? She was running around like like she was pocket 96. So I, I definitely appreciated the ambitions as a rider. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Red Saber and all, you know what I'm saying? Sith Row. Sith Row? <laughs> Listen, man, the shit came on. Yeah, I I already knew what was going to take place. You hit me with the news, and I was like, "Brother, you you hitting a man that's been prepared for three years, okay?" What was what that is going to drop early? Yeah, that it was dropping at nine o'clock. I said, "Brother, I've already I've already taken a shower. (laughs) I've already worked out. I've already eaten. I've done all my shit. I've been I'm in my chair already. I went in the living room. I turned my lights on to Sith red." He's dead serious. You, you, yeah, you saw the pictures. Yeah, he's dead serious, people. Yes, he really did this. He's been he's been waiting for this moment. I had my shirt on. I am all the Sith. But it's about Obi Wan. I, I am the Sith. <laughs> Fuck them Jedi, nigga. <laughs> Fuck them Jedi. It's the called- only one I feel bad for is Obi Wan because he is collateral damage. He didn't ask for none of this. And there's actually a good uh, uh, video theory that actually supports this. On why Obi-Wan was actually a bad master. Not because uh, he was a bad master, but a bad master for Anakin mm-hmm. because of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Not because he was a bad master or person, but just because of the circumstances. We talked about that. But, but because of uh, the reason why, in short, was because he himself wasn't an ordained Jedi Knight by the time he took Anakin on. Mm-hmm. It was because... He got pushed up without taking the the Jedi uh, the Jedi Tri- Knight, uh, the trials trials. No, he didn't take the trials. No, he didn't. He killed Darth Maul, so he skipped those. He mm. killed a Sith. Uh, maybe the books because they said there were books that came out say how he actually went through the trials. No, no, no. Well, he killed a Sith Lord. So yeah. because he killed a Sith Lord, he didn't have to take the trials. Oh, because it's rare when that happens. Oh, he killed he- a Sith Lord. He got to skip those. He got moved right on up. Moving on up. And because Anakin <laughs> it was so old, uh, you know, he might as well have been a 21-year-old to enforce years. Mm. Um, they don't take on a, a Padawan that old. So you have you have a Jedi uh, Knight that gets ordained without taking the trials. Mm-hmm. And you have a Padawan who's way beyond the years when they first take them in as Force-sensitive. Yeah, he was like, he was nine or whatever. Right. Yeah. So you, they, you mix them together when they're learning on the fly. So you have a master who now looks at his Padawan as a brother and an equal versus uh, a, yeah, a, like a little brother. Yeah, instead yeah. of looking at him like he's inferior, yeah. like as it's supposed to. Yeah, that's where that's Damn. how it went wrong. So he was failed. So Anakin was failed to begin right. with. Right, and, and you know the Jedi again. Like I said, the Jedi fucked him over for a jump. Anakin was in need of a father figure, and they, you know, the Take closest the closest they gave him was a brother, which was. What they didn't even want to do. That's why Kenobi was collateral damage. Yeah. I don't fault Kenobi in all this. He gave him the best that he could do. Take a seat, young Skywalker. And there's another theory that Mace Windu actually uh, gave the cold shoulder Anakin because he himself thought he was the chosen one. That's a good theory. Yeah, probably from a comic book. Comic, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, fuck that nigga. We gonna learn a lot in that other Star Wars series. Um, Which one? 
the, the one that focuses oh, on hundred years or uh, before Phantom Menace. That's yeah, but they have they have another movie. They have another show come out called Tales from the Jedi. And they got another one called the uh, the Skeleton Crew. They got a lot of Star Wars shit. That's a lot out. of Star Wars shows um, that are coming. Ahsoka that's gonna follow after Rebels. The one you're talking about is Andor. Andor, that one looks fire. That's five years before um, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, yeah. There's they, a lot of shit like like Kenobi, uh, Solo, and then uh, Man. Uh, Mandal- not Mandalorian, but there's another one. All these are taking place in the same year. Mm. So mm. Solo takes is taking place right now as uh, Kenobi's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is takes place like five. Yeah, right. man, a lot of shit went down. These galaxies far, far away, man. Yeah, <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't as far as you think. Ain't that far? <laughs> but yeah, what I what I appreciated about this was it said fuck Luke. <laughs> you need to go get Leia. That, that, that was the twist. Because every time we saw the trailer, we kept seeing Luke just swerving. Yeah. <laughs> swerving. Swerve. <laughs> That's what he was doing. <laughs> like, he was on the speeder, he was swerving. Yeah. Swerve on them hoes. Swerve on them. If anyone who's seen the trailer, you know what I'm talking about. So we're thinking, okay, how is this going to... And then all of a sudden, there's a twist. We go to... What's it called? Alderaan? Yeah, Alderaan. Yeah. Jimmy Smith. Just to make sure I remember his name, because <laughs> I couldn't remember his name last time. And then we see a young Princess Leia. Mm, Bail Organa. Bail Organa. I was like, oh shit. And then I was like, oh, I thought this was just gonna be for one episode. No, she's the main. She's one. She's a main character on this shit. A ten-year-old Leia. Which we know why. But yeah, because you know. Yeah, the the sequels were actually supposed to be about Leia. <laughs> I don't think the common person knows that, but yeah, the the when George Lucas sold uh, Lucas Films to Disney, he had the blueprint set. The original trilogy was supposed to follow the son. The prequels was supposed to follow the father, and the sequels were supposed to follow the daughter, Leia, and, and her they, and her and her children. Yeah, and it kind of went a different way, and you know. So what happens when you don't have a plan? You know. Don't they kind of made plot holes out of some shit that oh, shut up. <laughs> don't. didn't make any fucking sense in the end. First Palpatine wanted uh, to help help Anakin find uh, eternal life, and then it was, you know, kill me. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, Obi-Wan. Fellas, what? <laughs> Fellas. <laughs> find eternal life, then make me kill me so I can make the other one jealous. What? <laughs> <laughs> fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> when did you insert yourself in the clone wars motherfucker <laughs> anyway obi-wan episode one yeah 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 that was great and i'm, I'm glad they gave us two episodes today mm-hmm. it just established everything that's going on obi-wan is just trying to you know watch over luke and shit like that and he goes up to uncle owen and he's yeah. i need to train him like he needs to be trained nigga really how you trained his dad? Yeah, I would have sliced his ass too. I'd have fucked him up. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, I promise you, I will fuck you up. You, you just, and your wife. <laughs> you should have just choked him, like the force choke. Well, now I understand why he didn't. Yeah. He, he's just he's he's detached. Like, he's same really, way. He is I will that. say they got that right in the sequels. We're actually seeing some connections. Yeah. Same way that Luke detached himself. Mm-hmm. Same way. I mean, he, it's, it's a traumatic experience, man. Right. Like, and he just he felt like a failure. Yeah. 
I failed you, Anakin. I mean, he, yeah. he felt like a, he, he let down his mentor, Qui-Gon. He felt like he let down his mentor. He, he felt he let down the Jedi because he felt he should have saw it coming. And did you notice the extra emphasis? Like, there's a little Easter egg in his flashbacks. Did you notice that? Which was? Uh, everything's blurred except Anakin's face. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. It was a traumatic experience. And he said, I don't need to, I can't be a Jedi no more. So he's just, I'm just gonna, you know. Right. But then, you know, third sister figures out a way, you know, she got that ambition. Uh, she taps into uh, some some files, figures out that he, uh, he and um, Bail Organa were connected in the past. Sets out and goes after Leia. Mm-hmm. They kidnap her, um, you know, using her ambition to go run into the forest mm-hmm. on Alderaan. Um, knowing that it's going to cause Obi-Wan to to run off as they're hunting Jedi to go after her and save her. Yeah, what, I'm, trying, I'm trying to find the actress that plays young Leia. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you know, then it sets off this whirlwind of events so he leaves he goes to this beautiful looking planet the because, aesthetics there were fucking incredible yeah because jimmy smith because you know um what's the name organa general organa goes out to tatooine and tells obi-wan like yo they took they took my daughter even though it's not his daughter yeah but he's just like i need you to go find he's like man i'm retired man i'm too old for this shit but i need you and obi-wan was like all right <laughs> he opens up. Well, first, when he gets the notification, he gets the beeping sound that he hasn't heard in ten years. Mm-hmm. If you remember, the last time he heard the beep was when um, was when General Cody says, "Hey, you dropped this." Yep. It's the last time he heard that. Damn. Yep. Damn. That's true. Yep. No, that was the lightsaber. He yeah. He gave back the lightsaber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes, "You dropped this." That was the last time he heard that shit. And then he had to go and unbury his lightsaber that he buried. I was like, "Wow!" And it, it was he. He took out him and Anakin's sky. Um, Lightsaber, right? Another, there's another Easter egg there. Really, man. Was that was the Easter? That's egg? What I'm this, this is this is an emotional. Uh, again, that's why I, I that's why I praised Episode Three all those years. This makes me appreciate these episodes are making me appreciate that movie a lot more because in episode uh, well, in back this wasn't in Episode Three. This was in Episode Two. Uh, episode two, he tells Anakin, "Don't drop your life. Basically, don't drop your lifesaver. This is uh, your life, lightsaber. This is your life, Leo. Your life." Mm-hmm. In this one, he buried both lightsabers because what is life without your brother? Aww. He can't go on without life. Can't but he's he's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, he failed. He failed everything. He failed his brother. He can't go on. He can't do this. And what is living life without his brother? Mm-hmm. And it's the one time like he. He realizes at that point, you know, I can't, I can't go on emotionless. I can't do this. Like, I'm gonna go find a job. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna go on emotionless, I'm gonna be really emotionless. I'm a good nine to five, where I can really be emotionless. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you be emotionless. I got a four hundred one k. No union. Man, I don't, nah, I don't got no four hundred one k. Jedi didn't pay me this. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers have me jumping out windows and shit. We can go into different galaxies and slicing up droids and shit. I got time for this. Yeah. Nah, when we go to war and yeah. the Clone Wars and shit for years, nah, I got time for this. I'm gonna get a job. Probably get a wife, get her pregnant. <laughs> but then you find out with the Inquisitors, they don't like Third Sister. Um, you know, they see her as, as, as they put it, scum beneath them, which leads you to believe that there is a lot of backstory with her. Yeah, uh, she's looking. She really wants to find Obi Wan for whatever reason. We don't know why yet, 
but she really wants to find Obi-Wan. Yeah, I have a I have a good theory at this point. They I'm throwing it out there. They zoomed in on one of the young Padwans mm, at the beginning of too. Order 66 saw that and it too. is a young black girl. Mm-hmm. And I saw that like Star Wars don't do shit just to do shit. Uh-huh. So they they bringing this up and well, when it, she was well, talking about um another they were looking for another Jedi on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And when she was giving the speech to the people she was talking as if she was talking to herself. <laughs> Projecting. Yeah. Like if Kevin Samuels was there, just like, hmm. And she's, she's, she's a cold motherfucker. She really is. Because she went and cut off another motherfucker hand. Just just to let them know. You know what time it is. Yeah. And then when you remember when Obi-Wan was about to leave and they had that nigga like hung on the fucking ceiling and shit yeah. like that. I was like, oh, this is dark. Yeah. I like that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obi-Wan just like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then he goes to the other planet. He goes to another planet with Leia and shit like that. And again, the little girl they got playing Princess Leia is just, she's just so marvelous, man. She will, like, she will do, if Carrie Fisher was alive right now, she would be proud to see her. Like, that's perfect casting. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, and then when I kept watching, I was like, oh, so she's going to be in this whole shit. I'm like, oh, that's a good swear. They kept that under wraps. Yeah. Nobody knew that because I didn't see that shit coming. Yeah. And then, of course, Star Wars fans are going like, that doesn't make sense. He's like, but didn't, like, she didn't, she never saw Obi-Wan. Like, what about the message she said in New Hope? I was just like. No, that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. If you remember, in A New Hope, she says, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. When he introduces himself, he says, I am Ben. Ben. And remember, in A New Hope, Luke says, Obi, uh, Ben is here. And she goes, Ben is here. Remember. That's what she says in A New Hope. She does say that. She says that. Ben Kenobi's here. She says Ben Kenobi is here. She said she did say that. Yeah. And she was excited when she said that. Yeah. See, they found a loophole. Exactly. Y'all got to pay. See, they paid attention to every line and found a way to work. Man, round of applause for these motherfuckers. Yeah. Round of applause for Disney. See, people just know. people just pick and choose what they want to see and, you know, they, they find that. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? But... You gotta understand, they they do their due diligence on this shit. So I'm just building everything up. So then in episode two, he, like Leia decides to run. There's a little, yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's a little action. You know, a little, little, little screw little action. Room, you know what I'm saying? I forget the actor's name that pretended to be the Jedi. He, he had some comic relief. Oh, he was he was in hella movies. The one that that's in, uh, in Harold and Kumar go to. Uh, that's not Harold and Kumar. That's not dude from Harold. Oh, it's Kumar. not. Nah, yeah, was, yeah, nah, you're right. You're he right. was from Obama, actually. <laughs> he does. Oh. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, that confused me. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Nah, he was in um, he was in Eternals. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but he he gave a good performance. But they, long story short, they they running around. You can tell Obi Wan he's really really fucking detached from the Force. Mm-hmm. He having struggle. And it just proved my prediction even more right. What? And he about to fuck this nigga up. We're gonna go for that. We'll get, the, we'll get there. Hey, we are, but we come yeah. on now. Come on. Yeah, I know, I know. About I'm totally gonna fuck do it. him up. So And it gets to the point where uh she she's doing, you know, racing, racing all through the scenes uh-huh. and, and you know, uh, inquisitors that are now going all through. Uh they pissed off with uh, with, third Reed, with third sister because she took um basically took a politician's uh daughter to get their hands on Kenobi, but once they figured out Kobe's Kenobi's there they, you know, fuck it, we're here, let's get, let's do this. Um, 
So now they're going through. She puts, you know, bounty hunters on the shit. Like, it's full-fledged. Like, it's, 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 this is gang shit. Yeah. <laughs> gang, gang. And then the part where Obi-Wan had to, like, help. No, no, no. She said, if you if you have the force, then lift me up. Make me fly. Obi-Wan's like, bitch, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Make me fly. Like, what are you talking about? And then she was about to fall. And then Obi-Wan had to. He, when he was reaching out, it was some funny shit if he just farted. Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and, but he caught Leia. And because like, you know, Leia ain't gonna die, and I, what the fuck, <laughs> right? And floated her down, and then I was like, oh, okay, but not for nothing. Then some more emotions kick in. Third sister shows up looking for Obi Wan. No, 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 no uh, not that part. Oh yeah, you you building toward it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, some okay. more emotions kick in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Leia definitely showing a. She is very, very in tune and very, very force sensitive herself. That's why I believe if Anakin were to raise his children, it would have been Leia that was more, mm-hmm. more Anakin. Yeah, I feel like Luke was put in that position just because of the circumstances. But mm-hmm. if Anakin was allowed to raise his kids, Leia would have been the one that was mm-hmm. drawn to that. Um, Leia's how she speaks; it just reminded him of Padme. He said it about her, and you know. You, you just look just like your mother. You remind me of someone. You yeah. even said you remind me of someone. And I was just like, oh, the heartstrings. Yep. And you then, know. Uh, you know, it gets, you know, right when it's about to get overly emotional, you know, here comes Reva, like on some warrior shit. This you is know? like some Xena shit. Flipping, dog, jumping oh, on the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, Come out to play. play. <laughs> And then she was like, oh, yeah, I know you're looking for him. You know he's alive, right? No, and- no. Oh. That's when she breaks the news to him. And she's like, Lord Vader will be pleased. And that's when this nigga's eyes open like. Somebody did this. <laughs> I did this. <laughs> when this motherfucker realized, oh, my God, I did not finish the job. And then, no, and then he said, you know, she said Anakin, Sky- Anakin Skywalker is alive. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so after that, he escapes. Obi-Wan escapes with Leia. And he's in the ship. And he was just like, Leia's trying to talk to him. She's like, Ben? 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 And then he's just quiet, and he just says, Anakin. And then, boom! You see a burnt-up Hayden Christensen, and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) It was like power, you know, not, not the show, but you know, the Kanye West video power, and you know, the camera's panning out. That's what it was. And you just see him, and you hear the, like, like the for miss uh what, what are they called the uh the bacta tank yeah he's in that tank and he's just he just woke up from his bath orange ass eyes mm-hmm. i finally found this motherfucker <laughs> and then i was like oh so what's episode three gonna be like episode three and that motherfucker woke up he's master please help me <laughs> Please help me, master. He's coming. They did, they strapping this nigga up. Strapping Full machinery and shit. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, drilling this nigga like he fucking NASCAR and shit. <laughs> he saw all his arms and legs were gone and shit. I was like, man, he did slice you up, huh? And then I just thought, he told you. He had the high ground. He did. Yeah, and he but, told him, don't do it. Ooh, don't do it. Yeah, but now this nigga got the machinery ground. <laughs> <laughs> they put all the shit on him, and I was like, I was thinking, they're going to show Vader now, and then all of a sudden, you saw master, him. Master, please help me, Master. Please. 
Please, nigga. You heard James L. This nigga coming, master. Please, nigga coming. Help me. Oh, yeah. Help me. <laughs> and trying to call out for Qui-Gon and shit. Qui-Gon ain't going to help you. No, we got Qui-Gon, Jake. Do, do, do. The number you were trying to reach is disconnected. <laughs> Please call again. And then you kept hearing the dialogue from Revenge of the Sith. I was waiting for that line. You t- Yep. <laughs> what was it? You turned her against me. I don't I To this day. He choked out Padme and then looked at Obi-Wan and said, you made me do that. That nigga was definitely blasting the dirty sprite too. <laughs> he really did that shit. That nigga had that shit before it came out in the galaxy far, far away. Yeah. But now, episode three of Obi-Wan, that was top tier Star Wars shit. Like, bro, I even text you. I know you were sleeping or whatever, but I'm like, wait till you watch this shit. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't read that shit till after I watched that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Reva came through and said the Inquisitor. He said, fuck that Inquisitor. He said, fine, Kenobi. Oh, yeah, because she killed the Inquisitor, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Yeah. yeah I think I was going to let you get this shine, but he showed up and said, the Inquisitor. Nigga said, fuck that Inquisitor. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> and, and I mean, James L. Jones, God bless him. <laughs> That's why I was, I was asking. I was like, how's, how is this going to work? Because you know it's Hayden Christensen in there with the voice of a black man. But it's James L. Jones, man. And, it, and they managed to make Vader more sinister. Like He's in his prime. Oh, Vader He's in his, in his prime. prime. It's, five, it's been 10 years. He's pissed. <laughs> He's pissed. He's still angry. He's still pissed. Full of regret. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I remember you were conflicted. Just using your influence. That's all he kept hearing is mine. And nah, like, but the opening scene, like the when Leia and Obi Wan went in the fucking um, the transport and shit like that, that was good shit. Mm-hmm. And then how he and Obi Wan, he's getting cool with them. He's become very uncivilized, by the way, because you know how he doesn't like blasters. Very uncivilized. Yeah. Now he's become very uncivilized. He's shooting at anybody. Fucking yeah, I, I like I like that it took three episodes for him to use the saber. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people complaining about that, and I'm like, fam, he's detached from the force. He the, he hasn't used this. He's not practicing. Yeah, but you he got, he practiced with the blinky though. <laughs> he got no choice. <laughs> yeah, he has no choice. Shoot all them damn stormtroopers and shit. So then after that, yeah, well, he shot the stormtrooper. That nigga slid through the damn. Uh, yes, yeah, light him up. See the heat shit. And yeah. I was like. The, <laughs> This is a different uh, Disney, motherfucker. Nah, nah, Obi-Wan different now. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, I'm done, nigga. I ain't they, that old nigga yet. They found the uh, the mole inside that was going to help them. Mm-hmm. They end up in the um, the village, and, you know, they're going through. I don't know if you noticed that that uh, robot or machine. Mm-hmm. That may not be a robot or machine. Oh, I heard it might be. It might not be. Mm. Because it practiced, it did something that a robot machine does not do. Which is? It grabbed that, uh... Oh, yeah, it grabbed that, that hammer. hammer. Yep. Yeah, he was about it, to... It wasn't programmed to do that. Mm-mm. So it might, uh, it might be Rex. Mm-hmm. The old clone. Maybe. It might be. So that might be something to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. It's a theory. It's not proven yet. Yeah. It might, that might be something to pay attention to. Yeah. But I'm thinking, okay, um... You know, after Vader gives his spiel, you know, you if you want the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor's role for Reva, you can take it. But you fuck with me, you ain't gonna live long enough to regret it. So you better get that shit, you know, get Obi- it popping. Obi Wan just told that Obi Wan Vader was like, "Bruh, and this motherfucker done built a castle on Mustafar mm-hmm. just so he, that way he can outlook the scene where he lost his body. Like this nigga is demented. Like he's, he's fucked up right now. Yeah, <laughs> like nigga. pure prime evil. 
Yeah, this is this this, this ain't Ant Man. He's still Ant again. No, he ain't running around like he pop. He run around like he Machiavelli. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then after that, okay. right, you want a real seven day theory? Episode three took place in seven days. Mm-hmm. That is a seven day ass nigga. <laughs> no, so then after that. Obi-Wan and Ogre are hiding in the headquarters and shit, and then all of a sudden, Obi-Wan just falls to his knees. Like, oh! Like, and I fell down to the knees when the Sith came. <laughs> he just fell to his knees like, oh! Like, what, like, what is it? I was like, uh-oh. And all of a sudden, are you? I thought it was a dream state. Mm. I knew the only time Jedis get like that is when somebody is near, and you knew who was. I was like, I was like we're going to see Vader now? That's why I thought it was like Rey... When Ray went into kind of like that dream state. Oh, with, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With Kylo. Yeah. I thought it was just they were going to have like a. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like telekinesis type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect him to just walk. So they walked in there like Omar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, they're Vader coming. Vader, everyone was scattering. And all you heard was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, yeah, now nah, this is about to get gangster. And then this nigga just started looking at citizens. Said, nah, I want you, nigga. And then choked them. Just choked them for no reason. And then joked a teenager. And I was like, oh, no, no, no nigga, this shit, this shit different. This is this, 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 that nigga Vader. <laughs> and he just kept getting close. And then Obi-Wan was getting scared. He told Leia, because he, he had to get him, he had to get Leia away, because he knows who, like, oh, and then I was thinking he has to get Leia away from him. So that's why he had to distract Vader. And then as soon as he tried to run out, Vader knew who he was. And I was like, oh, we, oh, oh, we here. It's not in the finale. Well, this is just the pre-round. It's, it's now. <laughs> it's which means there's multiple of these. <laughs> there's multiple rounds. Yeah. We got three episodes left. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Vader was just... When Vader just kind of realizes Obi-Wan wasn't himself, he just kept fucking with him. Just, oh, man. One hand, lightsaber and shit. Obi-Wan was like, oh, oh, oh. And then he's just like... Obi-Wan kept running. Vader just looked at him like... What kind of shit is that? <laughs> I will fuck you up, nigga. Like, pretty much what he kept saying. Like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, you think this is a game. And then he just... And then what Obi-Wan tell him? Like, what have they done to you? No, he said, he said oh, yeah. what have you become? And he said, I am what you made me. Man... baby technically he told your ass no it's not fuck all the technicalities he is right i am what you made me you cut my shit off and you left me to burn you should have and he told him you should have killed me when you had the chance i am what you made me i had the high ground it doesn't matter what he had the high ground (laughs) you left me there and you didn't kill me so guess what ha ha nigga i'm your freddy krueger fuck you i'm in your nightmares this is what you made you should have killed me this is what happens when you don't kill your enemies you have too much you have too much empathy and sympathy. So I am what you made me. Well, I had the high ground. And don't You could have the high ground all you want. You had the high ground, you should have sliced me. I should have you should have sliced my head off. Uh, don't try it. Like that's like you I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know I was fucking with you. I know what you're saying, but he's right. I'm what you made me. Yep, and then he just really grabbed Obi-Wan and lifted him up like it was like he was in Stranger Things and shit. And then got the lightsaber because there was gas there and lit that shit on fire. When he lit the fire, that's when I was like, yeah, this is this, this is brand new. This is new. This is brand new. Yep. And then later and then dragged his ass through the fire and had his ass burn. You know why he did that though, right? Because that's what happened to him. No, 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 no. You understand why he did that though. You wanted to torture him? Do you understand the meaning? No. 
What's the deeper meaning? What, what's something that he has said that he told Padme? What are you? I hate sand. It's coarse. Oh, that's it's deep. dry on my skin. Awesome. What's something that Kenobi did to him that was the worst thing? He burned him. Al- he burned him damn near to death. Mm-hmm. He mixed the two together. That, that was torture. I think he, he was... brought the two things together that were the worst that were to him, and he used it against him to torture him. Oh, that's deep. Didn't think that. Maybe he just wanted to burn him. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. No, it's he. He didn't want to kill him though. He's he wants to torture him. He, He's playing with him. Yeah, he was. He, he was. didn't want to kill him right then and there. Yeah. So he mixed the two things that yeah. he thought was the worst to him mm-hmm. to and just projected on Obi Wan. Yeah, and he was burning him too. And then the fire went away, and then old girl saved him. You know, and got him away, and an invader. Because you gotta understand, his his costume is easily made to handle that destruction. He could have easily jumped over, and he could have sliced him then and there. But he just watched. But that's what I'm saying. Like he. He's sitting there like, this isn't worth it because if I do this now, it's a mercy kill. I don't want to do this right now because you're weak and you're pathetic. I need this you, is a mercy I, kill. I, I need you at your full strength. Yeah. So go on, run, run like the little bitch you are right now. Get ready. Yeah. Because I'm going to come for you. Right. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> do this three episodes. Deep. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to go turn back, nigga, and I'm going to turn 50 cent heat on, nigga. <laughs> And then he just walked off like you're fuck. Oh, the other part in episode three we missed out. You saw that? Remember that scene? I guess when he sees the mirage of a young Anakin in the hoodie. Deep. Yeah, yeah. That was our little shot of Hayden Christensen. But yeah, he just. And I, and we're gonna see more Hayden because yeah. there's gonna be there's gonna be flashbacks. That has to be flashbacks on this. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, you know, Obi Wan just turned. Her, and after that, like, I guess Reva was gonna catch Leia's ass again, kidnapped her, and then it goes black. And I'm like, that's how it ends. That's how it ends. This we're just three episodes deep. When you guys hear this again, when we come back, there'll be the finale would be that same week when we come back. Oh my god, this is good shit. <laughs> this is top tier television. Again, part of me wishes this was a movie, but nah, man. No, I don't. I know you don't. I don't. I you would not you get don't. this in a two-hour movie. Mm. You would not. This was and Star Wars fans once again. Bring your asses to the stand. Somebody did this. Why y'all gotta be crazy, man? Out of all the stand bases out there, there's the Barb's, there's the Beehive, Arby's Angels, the Bronze Sexuals, and then there's wrestling wrestling fans, and then there's you niggas. I don't follow y'all because y'all just take this shit too damn fucking serious. Y'all like really? Y'all have to be racist. With Reva, really? I put my fist up because I stand with Moses Ingram. Yeah, seriously. Like I said, I I wasn't. I know what her character's end game is, so I wasn't upset. I knew her character Reva is supposed to be annoying because clearly the, the inquisitors, the inquisitors are like don't fuck with her. So I understand that. But when people start going after her, her as an actress. And saying like, racist shit. Yeah, like, nah, I'm not. No, I'm but not, they, they have a history of doing this. They did, yeah, of course. They did this to Billy D. Williams when Empire Strikes Back came back. Apparently, they did the same, They did that to Samuel Jackson. They did that to John Brodega when the sequel trilogy came out. They do this all the damn time. They be running niggas off social media. Like the girl who played Rose in Last mm-hmm. Jedi. Yeah. yeah, they ran her off social media. Old girl, Daisy Ridley, who played Rey. She ran off social media after the, after the movies got popular because of the fucking toxic-ass fan base. But not this time. Oh, no. Because you got Star Wars, the, the main Star Wars account. account. And mm-hmm. you got Ewan McGregor. 
Ewan McGregor, yep. You got his attention. Yeah. Everybody done came up that's a part of this and done backed up mm-hmm. Moses Ingram. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck y'all. I, I just don't get it. I'm like, really? You're not supposed to get racism. It's it's, uh, it's a disease. Yeah, it, it's not supposed to make sense. So, you're not supposed to get it. But what I was going to say is uh, uh, Leia's kidnappers, mm-hmm. they're the same... Um, they're the same beings as Darth Maul. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I noticed that shit. The same species. Yep. Yeah, they're the same species. I just like how they're doing this shit now. Like, how they're doing the Star Wars universe shit. Mm-hmm. Even though they're connecting everything to the Skywalker saga, because they, Captain Kennedy said, like, now her main goal is not to make trilogies no more, and they're trying to get away from the Skywalker saga, even though their next TV shows take place around the Skywalker saga. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Make make all kinds of content. Just keep one of them around the Skywalkers. To me, that's fine. Yeah. Build the build an entire galaxy and multiple galaxies where you they go all different directions. Just keep one that's focused on the Skywalkers. Yeah, makes sense. Because the Skywalkers is Star Wars. Period. So you can't go too far away from the core material. Yeah, they're just trying to figure out how what what are they gonna do with the sequel trilogy? How are we gonna build around that? Yeah, so I mean that's what they have to. Yeah, that's so what I they're mean, trying to figure in terms out. Of, in terms of films, you know, definitely do your best to go away from the Skywalkers. But in terms of TV series, keep making one that has to do with the Skywalkers. You know what I was thinking? Get I, to the Vader series. I want a fucking Vader series. You, did you see what he did in the, in part three? Yeah, I saw. I need to see when he's going across plants, just fucking shit up. And there's a story there because he didn't like Palpatine either. When he realized Palpatine tricked him, yeah, he was he knew he was fucked, so he knew he wanted to take him off, and he was still corrupted with power and shit like that. That's what makes what Luke did in Return of the Jedi seem that much important. You changed him over, but at the same time, he didn't know his son was alive. When he found out his son was alive, that's when he kind of started, you know, switching. When he found out Luke was alive and he was his son, right? He that's when he realized, like, man, maybe I do got to change, you know. But this no, one, he, no, he didn't. He wanted when he found son, out Luke was alive. He wanted his son to join him. He wanted to join him just so they could take out Palpatine. Yeah, but it wasn't about necessarily about changing. Yeah, they wanted to, he wanted him to run the galaxy with him as father and son. Yeah, yeah. and try to make up for what Obi Wan did to him and shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. No, nah, but this was what I was gonna say. Cause I was I was talking about this with somebody about what they should have did with the sequel trilogy, and I said this: this if they had a plan, what they should have did is after Episode Seven, they should have had. The next year, they should have had a movie and or TV show or both that wasn't episode eight. That wasn't the next episode, but it was like a spinoff show or series that that was going to go right into the next episode. You know what I mean? That focused on Finn or Poe or whatever. And it just and it kind of just has like little plot points that build into the next episode. So by the time you watch working episode eight or whatever, it's like, oh, yeah, I saw this on the show. Kind of like on some MCU shit. Hmm. Know what I mean? If only somebody had. I know they would have had a plan. Said something like this when they bought the shit on the podcast years ago. It just came to my mind. And oh yeah, a series was getting made fun of. A series years ago when I a was series. talking about movies, just making TV shows. We never made... <laughs> and it was like, no, you can't do that with everything. But I was like, no, nah, it's perfect. You make a TV series that leads into a fucking movie. If you're gonna do these franchises, just always it makes more sense because you can broaden the. The world's around them. I was like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. We didn't say you can't do you that. Can't, you can't do that. We didn't say that. You can't do that. But for this shit, for the 
sequel trilogy, they should have for sure did that. They should have for sure did that. And it, maybe the movies would have had a more impact. Or maybe you just keep fending all them motherfuckers as secondary characters and you focus the fuck on Leia and Darth Maul is a fucking mercenary leader of the underground. I mean, you should have just listened to fucking, you know, George Lucas. Yeah. But no, y'all got greedy and got money and made Rey like a fucking Super Saiyan Jedi. Because the whole point was Darth Maul was going to lead his army of the leftover uh, stormtroopers. The stormtroopers were going to act as uh, Al-Qaeda type soldiers because there was no more war to fight. Yeah. And, and they didn't want to give up and the they fact had another, that there was no more war to fight. And they're going to have another woman come in as the big villain and shit. Yeah. Still would have been woman empowerment. Still would have had those lead, you know, badass women in, in, in those roles. Would have been no fucking, oh, well, you're Palpatine's granddaughter. Wait, what? Well, where are his kids? Why didn't we see no fucking kids? How did Palpatine come back? I don't know. Well, he cloned himself. Wait, what? How? No, How? I don't know. I don't know. He did this shit some time ago. Well, where was Plagueis? Oh, we never showed him. But he was at the beginning of Fenton Menace. Huh? The fuck? Okay. Alright. Right. <laughs> that's like the most that's okay. like the get out of jail free card. Yeah. Oh, how did that happen? I don't know. Cloning. Yeah. <laughs> the, the sequels were only able to get away with that that uh Plagueis shit because the Plagueis shit was actually uh was confirmed in the books. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason how they were able to knock that one off. Everything else was alright, dog. Yeah. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, with the new shows that are coming, they got Ahsoka, Tales from the Jedi, Bad Batch season two, yep. um Skeleton Crew. Um, Visions 2, Vision Season 2, Star Wars, nigga. They, and that boy Cal coming back in the video game next year. Oh, for the, uh, what's it called? The Jedi Survivor shit. Yep. Yeah, old boy from Shameless. Yeah, and it, apparently that takes place the same time as Obi-Wan. Yep. That's, yep, that's same, same, same time, time period. I was just like, so they're literally building a universe around this shit, which is what they should have did for the longest time, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, we stay on movies. Uh, saw that movie. I saw Top Gun. Top I heard Gun a lot movie. of good things about it. Dude, that movie had no business being that good. Tom Cruise really came with it on that shit. Like, I never even seen the first Top Gun movie. You really don't need to see it. Like, it's really, like, the first Top Gun movie, you don't need to see that shit. You can see this, and it was, it was good money. Great-ass movie. Hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm going to go see it. I heard just it gives you good appreciation for the first one, though. Yeah, Tom Cruise really came with it. It's crazy because the shit they filmed that shit in 2019. It was going to yeah. come out in 2020, but you know everything that happened. Right. It was going to come out last year, but they held on to it because they wanted to make sure more people came out. And yeah, the cool. motherfuckers really be flying too. No, yeah, Chris Nolan should have just did that with fucking um, Tenet. He should have held on to it. Yeah, but you know, he got you know he got greedy. So that's that's well, I guess Warner Brothers got greedy. But whatever. Um, let's see. What else could we go to? Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about this real fucking quick. It comes with a documentary on Hulu. XXX Tension. It was called Look At Me. And I got recommended this by my homegirl, Somia. Shout out to her. And she said, yeah, I really recommend you watch this. Now, you know, we talked about this man and his career when he was alive and shit. But the documentary, it was made by his, it was executive produced by his mother, and it was like this, and I remember the whole way they, they, um, pro- promote it, they promoted it by saying, you're gonna see XX Tension as you never saw him before, you're gonna make him see him more human, and all this other shit, right? Mm-hmm. I watched that shit, and it fucked with me, JC. Like, it, it really fucked with me, and it was just like, 
Like I didn't like it. It pretty much remember what I said. Like you, like I felt indifferent about him after he died. I, I felt more that way after watching it. He was not a good person, hmm. like at all. And they even talked to the um, his girlfriend that he abused. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was on there, and she literally talked about what happened. And then what made it worse was that his parent, like his his mom and his cronies, they all still made excuses for his ass. So it set out to humanize him, and they it, it did not work, bro. Demonized an angel, Dude, not even an angel, bro. When you watched him, I had an uneasy feeling. Well, what I'm saying him. is, is that in his family's eyes, oh, an yeah. angel. Mm-hmm. But they set out to humanize their angel. Yeah. But in retrospect, they just kind of further demonized. Their Dude, angel. when I was watching it, I had I, I had an uneasy feeling watching him. Like you know, when you feel someone's aura or their energy, and you could just feel good mm-hmm. watching him on my screen. I felt like a very dark energy when I looked at him. This motherfucker, like, like. Dude, it's 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 a very honestly. I recommend watching it because it's a very fascinating watch. Okay, it's a very fascinating watch, and at the end, it's just and and the thing was like he never admitted to hitting that woman at all. Because by the end, when he was gonna die, when when he was about to die or whatever, leading up to his death, he was gonna he was making a change for himself. He was fucking uh, meditating, taking deep breaths, and he was trying to and he was telling his followers like they're trying to be positive. He doesn't want to be that person no more and shit like that. And I wanted to believe him, but then they showed this one clip from his IG live where he said, "You guys are no longer my fans. You are my cult." And I'm like, this nigga didn't change. <laughs> He said that from his oh my you are my cult of course of of I'm sorry <laughs> you are my cult somebody did this <laughs> and I saw that I'm like he didn't change this nigga did not change and then his he mom say it from beyond the grave like Pac who killed me I don't know sorry <laughs> yeah I'm gone and you're my cult. Like you say it like that? No. Uh-huh. It was on his eye. He said it on his IG like they got. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I thought it was like they did like some shit. Oh like that. Like, no, no, like, no, hey, no, 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 hey. no, 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 no. Niggas demonized an angel. <laughs> shit. Oh, that's what you thought. <laughs> oh, God damn. You thought they resurrection is. <laughs> these... <laughs> I mean, you know. No. Thank God, no. <laughs> I no, say shit. No, he said it on his IG live <laughs> before he died. All right, but he okay. never he never admitted to hitting that girl. Never, not once. He never took oh, no accountability. Okay, Got yeah, right. he never took no accountability for what he did. He thought since he changed and they're like, oh, we didn't show scenes of him doing stuff for charity people. I'm like, that doesn't mean shit. He still hit that woman. But but when it comes to that musically, he was a really talented person. I'll give you that. He was well on his way to like taking. He could have took Travis's spot, to be honest. He would have been bigger than Travis, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, yeah, it was. It just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, whenever you get a chance, or anybody listening to this, watch the documentary. Make up your own mind. If you're a fan of him, you will love it. If you're not, whatever. It's still a very intriguing watch. Gotcha. So, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anniversary for a classic album came like dropped a few weeks ago. It's the 20 year anniversary of the Eminem show. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and I did not know it was the anniversary till like they announced they're gonna release the expanded pack. So I was like, oh shit! So I went back and re listened to it. That album has aged well. 
very well. Isn't like your favorite M album? Is it my favorite M album? Uh, yeah. Mm. Kind of hard to go back to Marshall Mathers LP. In this era? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong. I like it. It's classic. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's very problematic. Yeah. It's a very, very problematic Smart, album. So, the Eminem show's a little safer. Yeah, you can tone you it down. A little, little, little toned down toxicness, if you, if you will. It was a really, it was a really, it was toned down for the, after what, the whole controversy with the Marshmallows LP, he toned it down and it was his first album without Dre's help. He executive produced the entire album, produced the entire album, with the exception of one track. And I felt at the time it was one of his most, it was his most complete album, his most successful album. And yeah, and they released the expanded packs. So they had like a whole bunch of, they had stimulated on there, which I haven't heard. Well, I, I have it personally because I'm the stand. But they I could have did without the expanded because only because I've heard them. Well, no, no, no. But if you're like a stan and you, and you want to put it on playlists and shit like that, yeah, I mean I get that. That one, yeah, that those are those the expanded packs. Those are mostly for the hardcore stands because they're gonna release it on vinyls and all types of shit. Because they got like the instrumentals for without me sing for the moment. So yeah, but I mean I went to the track list. I'm like, oh, new tracks, and I was like, oh, some new stuff with Yayo. 50 and Banks. You saw and Bump then, Heads. I knew exactly what that no, was. No, no, no. I wasn't looking at the titles. Oh. I saw the features. I was like, oh, some, some shit. That's cool. And then I hear, DJ Green Lantern, The Invasion. The Invasion. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know that meme of the soccer coach where he takes his fucking headphones off in the airplane? Ah, fuck, man. I don't want to hear this shit. Got this shit in my Serato already. Yeah, and I was also kind of confused. I mean, for me, it was a nostalgia because if y'all were around during that era, the DJ Green Lantern Invasion mixtapes, that was a moment. It was around the time period when Eminem and Shady Records were running shit. Those mixtapes were the shit. But they literally got the DJ Green Lantern rip and they put that on streaming services. And I'm like, y'all got the fucking DJ, the the DJ list version. And you could have put that yeah, out there. Like, right, but I'm like, hey, fuck it. I mean, if you're a fan, fuck it. Like, you don't put that on a disc? All yeah, right. I mean, yeah, if, if you're a fan, like, run the numbers up for them. Shit, I'm not, like, I'm not mad at M for doing it. Oh, yeah, It was just, all. I mean, it's an expansion. I'm just saying, from a listener standpoint... Yeah, for you, I yeah. got the mixtape. <laughs> like, you same here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you were, if you were I grew around, up on the mixtape. I yeah. don't take the DJ part off that thing. Just leave it with me. I'll, mm. I'll listen to the mixtape. Yeah. You could have told me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shit don't sound good on an album. When it's just, you know, a regular song, regular song, and I was like, Green Lantern. Like, what the fuck? Well, they had Stimulant on there, and Stimulant has not been on um, streaming platforms. Yeah. Even if you had the 8 Mile soundtrack, you had the Shady Aftermath sampler. and yeah, it was the sampler on, disc. Yeah, the sampler disc. That was what? Stimulant, the Tell Collapse, um, Freestyle by 50, uh, the Joe Beast, Brooklyn. Joe Beast. Yeah, that was it. And wasn't Game on there, too? No. Uh, uh, not Game. It was... Uh, not and not Joe Beast. I'm. I'm. I'm there's another I see rapper. His name. I know, because there was Joe Beast, um, Brooklyn Fifty. There's another rapper, if I'm not mistaken. Sampler. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Because it was. It was how we know that because that was on the disc. It had all the names there. I don't want to say it was Obi because Obi was. It wasn't Obi. It was Obi One. Obi Twice. Obi One. Obi One. <laughs> Joe Beast, Brooklyn, and who was it? Oh. Sean? No. Hold up. What's his Sean. name? Shanta. Shanta. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. 
Yeah, nobody tries was on there for a rap game. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't put oh they didn't put a rap game on there? Shit. A rap name. <laughs> rap name. That's why I ain't got no rap, rap name. name. The, the name's, name's OB Trice. <laughs> Niggas in the street say he OB Trice. Nice. <laughs> and I came to the game. Real name, no gimmicks. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's why I ain't got no. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah. Just, just in case niggas don't know, don't believe us. <laughs> yeah. Niggas yeah. listen to that fucking sampler disc. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> niggas trying to say that Eminem wasn't. See, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't put some respect on Marshall's name because rap caviar. Bring y'all asses to the stand. Somebody did this. So they did the whole Mount Rushmore shit again. And mm-hmm. they had a they had a poll up there that said who would who was who are the faces you saw Kanye, Hove, and Wayne, and Wayne. So who should be in the fourth spot? And when I saw it, and it said for the rappers for the two thousands, yeah. And when I saw when I saw that, I'm like, where's Ed at? That was literally my first response. It's like, so you guys thought of these three people, and you didn't want to put Eminem on there. M was my first and second response. <laughs> who was the first one? As I said, M was my first and second. And first and second response because yeah. Eminem, he was the artist of the decade. <laughs> from 2000 to 2010 which I disagree with not because of I disagree with M M had a great M had a great run in, in, 2000, in the 2000s yeah but if you take everything from that decade mm-hmm. Wayne was the rapper now if you're taking artists yeah okay I'll, I'll, like we could have a discussion about artists yeah yeah but if we talking about rapper I can see. I can see why Wayne was yeah. the fucking rapper. Oh, that's the truth of the decade. That's I, then I was just really thinking like, why are y'all making this without him? Because I was going like they had because it, it was him, Kanye, and it was Con, it was Hove, Kanye, and Wayne. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, who should be on here? And I was all going like, why isn't him? I was like, why is this on here? If you if, if you're gonna have this Mount Rushmore, why M needs to be on here? You need to take someone out. So, of course, I was just typing. I said Wayne, but I didn't really think much of and it. And that's when I wanted to have gunplay with you. Oh, God. And I've been waiting, Because I baby. saw that shit right before 10 o'clock at night. And I said, fuck the Twitter, nigga. <laughs> I had a tweet ready. To, or not, I had a tweet ready. I think I hit tweet. And I had immediately got off the fucking Twitter. And I went to go call you. And I said, you know what? I'm going to let this nigga live, and I'm going to go to bed. You smart. I said, I'm going to go to sleep. Because I would have told you, you're right. And then you would be like, good night. Because <laughs> <laughs> I cussed your ass out, and you'd been like, you're right. And I was like, you motherfucking right I am. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck wrong with you. Because I was just tweaking. It was just like, why are y'all having this up here? I was, I was more insulted. Because it was like, why are you having this? Why are you going to disrespect that man? That's why I felt, I felt disrespected. As a, not even as a fan. It's like, are you niggas trying to revise history? Because that's how I feel. Because I was around. I was outside in 2000. I watched MTV and BET. They, Eminem was dominating from 2000 before his hiatus in 2006. He was dominating the shit. Yeah. And the reason why, but and here's my, the reason why I say Wayne was the wrong rapper to go at was because mm-hmm. yes, M was dominating that. Wayne, while M was dominating, was slowly building, slowly on the rise, mm-hmm. come up, come up, come up, come up, come up, and then you get to 2003, 
it's a little quiet because it's like, okay, what's going on? But then you got to remember, there's that conflict of what's going on around cash money. Mm-hmm. So there's just, just a lot of shit going down. But if you pay attention to all that, those squad tapes are going on. Mm-hmm. When Wayne first introduces, because Gunna Gunna isn't new to people. Yeah. Gunna Gunna's been around. So if you're paying attention, Wayne's kind of rebranding after 500 degrees. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, all right. Then the first Carter drops. And that made and it's a like, lot of noise. It's like, whoa, what the it's fuck? It's like, oh. Because remember, he also had the opportunity to re-up that contract. Mm-hmm. And Rockefeller was on the table, as we know later, in hindsight. Yeah. But when the Carter drops, Juvie's gone, or at least he's he drops his last album, Juvie the Great, for cash money. Mm-hmm. BG's gone. Turk is gone. Manny Fresh is on his way out the building. Yeah. Like, Wayne is literally on... He's in a position where he's carrying cash money. Mm-hmm. Then, dedication drops. It's like, ooh, wait a minute. That's when the, and that's when the mixtapes start dropping that's and shit. That's when, you know, 50 has changed the course of mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Wayne has now inserted himself really in this mixtape shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, then the two. Carter 2 drops. And, and that's, that's at the end of 2005. And that's when M went on his hiatus. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's when it's like, wait, hold up, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a really, really different Wayne. And then Dedication 2 happens in 2006. And it's like, hold up now. And then, <laughs> remember, while he's doing this, his features are happening. So in the midst of those, Make It Rain, the likes of all those. And he's still doing yeah. the the Like Father, Like Son mm-hmm. the project. Say mm-hmm. what you want about Birdman. Yeah. But Wayne is carrying that project and everything else. Then 2007 happens. And that's Carter 3? No. no what was 2007 that? happens where all the leaks happen of uh, the, the Carter, Carter 3. Yeah, the leaks, yeah. But Wayne is running wild with features. So much so that there's so much content with the leaks and there's so much content with the features. This nigga does not drop an album. He drops uh, something crazy where it's a five-track EP called, literally called The Leak. Yep. And Vibe has no choice but to, but to drop an, a magazine, uh, an article, article, a lead fucking headline article, 77 Wayne verses of the year. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even touched 2009 yet. And that goes into 2008, which is the Carter Three. And then 2009 and 10. And then 2009, 2008 is when he brings Drake mm-hmm. into the fold. When he brings 2007s, when he oh, by the way, 2007, the Drought Three. So in the midst of doing all that, all those, uh, all the the leaks and all that shit, mm-hmm. the Drought Three comes out. And then 2008, he's running rampant with that. Then he brings Drake. Nikki's already on the Drought 3. Mm-hmm. Then Tyga comes into the fold. So now he's literally, he's done all that. Then 2009, he's he's on the tour. And then he finally completes the roster of Young Money. By 2010. They end 2009 with We Are Young Money. And there it is. <laughs> that, was, that was Wayne's... Decade. Decade. Now... I want to bring. I, I was thinking about that list. 
Now I'm talking about Jay Z in 2000. I'm trying to think how was he, was he was he yeah he was the awesome 2000s other 2000s with Blueprint with Black Album then the fucking the American Gangster so I have no problem with American Gangster being on that. Uh, but he retired so that's why I, that's why if you if if anybody wanted to question it I'm cool with it but he had three classics in that decade so I'm not I'm not upset with it okay and then. The only reason why I say put Kanye on the voting... Kanye deserves to be on there. Yeah. The only reason why I say put Kanye as the oddball out to be on the voting is because Kanye's debut came out in 2004. But what about his production, though? His production was on Blueprint. But as far as everybody else goes, everybody else is up there because they're rapping. Yeah. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, great point. Anyway, that was just the stupid-ass shit. It was like, no. And then when you looked at the voting, they had M on there, which was clear, but they had T.I., 50, Nas... Which I was just like, I guess. I mean, I'm not putting Nas. On. I'm not putting, and I love Nas, but no. And um, who else was on there? It was fi- it was fifty. It was M fifty Nas. You know a name and they T. missed. I. You know a name they missed. Who? Missy Elliott. In the two thousands. Think about that. Missy Elliott had a great decade. She did. From two thousand, but she stopped though. And like by two thousand five, two thousand six, she kind of got quiet. Yeah, but I think she even had one final push in 2007, if I'm not mistaken. That Pharrell record? I thought that was in, like, 2011-ish. Yeah, but her... The the cookbook was 2005. Uh-huh. And I think she had one final push. Not an album, but I think she still had a couple pushes. Yeah, but I think that was in, that was in like... But two- she has still done enough with... Because of all... Um, because where I go off of is... Now... It may be technical because you may say I just said no to Kanye because of the production, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about overall entertainment value because of uh, her product, because of the music videos that were came with her, um, that came with her raps. True, and that also put on a lot of people with that Sierra and all. So there that are shit. some visuals that came with it and her features as well. Mm-hmm. So she was active as in that realm as well. The 2000s were just different. They should have. They should have had Nelly on that if you really want to take a think about it. Should have Ludacris on the list. Shit, they really should have Nelly on that shit. Um, I mean, like I said, honorable mention. Ludacris definitely could have been a, a voter uh, voting on there. Nelly, um, yeah. I would put it in the same, not in the same category because Kanye had a bigger influence. But in terms of starting that decade, and at the same time, put Jeezy on there. Yeah, Jeezy had a great. Uh, even though he started in two thousand five, Jeezy had a great two thousands. Yeah. Those, those were great days. Those were great years. There was a lot of great rappers that, you know, you could have put in the poll. I still almost good with who they ended up with. But yeah. in terms of honorable mention, Nelly. Like, Ludacris had a great 2000s. Nelly had a great 2000s. Jeezy, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody else. 50. I mean. Yeah. What, what can you say about 50? I mean, <laughs> like, year One thing had. I didn't like about what people were saying about 50 though mm. was that they said oh well I mean you can put 50 but we all know that you know 50 was a result of M no no the G-Unit M's impact was went straight to G-Unit mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is there's no disrespect to to Banks you know Buck and, and Yayo and all them but 50's numbers was going to do 50's numbers and what I mean by that is, he, go back and listen to Wankster. <laughs> that shit was done by the time it got to M. 
Mm-hmm. The video was done. M's not in the video. I, you know, the the a lot of people don't know this. It's not the same G Unit crew all 100 that's in that video. Mm-hmm. It's Bangham Smurf and Domination that's included in that no, shit. I think they did film the video because the, the eight mile, the eight mile single was in there. And no, I I know, but uh-huh. it was done because it wasn't even properly mixed. Uh, oh, you, you mean, see what I'm saying? The, the it was included song, on Eight the Mile, song. You're talking about but the song. everything that was every it was all produced before it got to M. Yeah, so what I'm saying ready. is, yeah, that wheel for fifty, it was turning. He just it was up to M to get on it and help catapult it. But fifty was coming regardless. Yeah, he's now as a result of what took place with Junior after mm-hmm. that was M and Dre's influence. Yeah. But fifty was happening whether M and Dre got on that or not. Or not, yeah. So that's why 50 deserved to be on that poll. 50 was a storm. Yeah. That you need, and he was just one hot single away. Right. That's why, that's why I remember I reading a report. I remember like Irv Gotti said it, like Jay-Z was the only one who saw the storm coming. Like y'all better get ready because 50 cents coming. Yeah. And then in the club happened <laughs> and yep. the rest is history. Yeah. Oh man. Good times. Man, it was like that. Those, those 10 years, it was M 50, um, Luda, Nelly, that 2003 was crazy. I remember 2003 like like yesterday because 2003 was my 8th grade year. So I graduated middle school that year. Mm-hmm. 2003 was nuts musically. <laughs> Dropped in 2003. They pushed Get Rich or Die Trying Up by four days. I remember that. Because the shit leaked. The still shit went, sold. Still went and did 860,000 first week. Then did like another 859 second week. And the shit sold out in the bay. I'll never forget listening to fucking ninety four nine or KML, and they said, "Yeah, this album is literally sold out in the bay. Like it's nowhere in the bay area." Yeah, everybody had that album. Ludacris dropped that year. Was it Chicken and Beer? No. Back for the first time. Uh, whatever was. The... So you bought that was Chicken and Beer. That was that was when College Dropout dropped. So so then whatever was the one before it was that. um uh Southern Hustle. Hospitality. That was his debut. That was a debut. No, that's back for the first time. Southern Hospitality was the second one. No, Southern Hospitality was uh, Southern Hospitality was his debut. That was 2001. Oh, that was 2000 or 2001. Yeah, you right on that one. And then now, nah, nah, I'm curious. That was man. I'm just thinking about all that shit. Hole dropped. Um, but Black Out Mercy dropped. Yeah, Beck mm-hmm. Mercy dropped. Chingy drop. Word of mouth. Word of mouth drop. No. Chingy drop. Two thousand three. No, chicken and beer did drop in two thousand three. Yeah, then it was chicken and beer. Yeah. Uh, Chingy dropped in, uh, right there in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. R and B. Who got it in? Um, Wayne Wonder dropped. No letting go. Yuck, man. Probably dropped that year. Oh yeah, that was ignition. That was the ignition year. Oh no! Damn. You couldn't escape that fucking you really song. You did not escape that. Couldn't yeah, escape you that. could not escape that. That was a that was the chocolate factory. Oh, fucking shit! <laughs> yeah. yeah, Give me some yucks. Yeah. Look, it's disgusting, but I know your history. I'm not talking to you, but the people. people. Yeah, the people know. It's disgusting, but you can't you can't erase history. You can't. That that happened. That happened. <laughs> I was there. I, I, hey, <laughs> I not only was I there, I was sneaking grinds in at, at the at that the, middle school dance. Middle school dance, they played yeah. those records. Oh yeah, hot and her, fucking man, two thousands man. Like that was damn twenty years ago, man. Eminem show was everywhere. That's what I'm saying about the Eminem show is like that 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 record was everywhere. And then I'm not even talking about eight mile. Eight mile came out that year. 
2002. You're right. The end of 2002. Still, it was still right away. Records were playing. Yeah. Lose your Trice dropped 2003. Cheers. Oh, man. That, that, that's an underrated album. I need to go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, Snoop was getting ready. He didn't drop uh, RNG, but I believe Drop It Like It's Hot. No, was... it was um, Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. yeah um, he was still uh, promoting uh, Paid the Cost. Paid the Cost to be the boss. He was still yes. promoting that. Pharrell dropped Frontin'. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> 2003 was incredible musically. The early 2000 years, man. You remember when Diddy was working with them fucking making the band and shit like that? And yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Music was musicking. Hip-hop was in a great spot. Hip-hop, pop, all of it was just clicking. TRL was still on. 106 and Bark. You kids don't know nothing about that now. On your TikToks and phones and shit now. Yo, remember, um, they used to think, everybody used to think, uh, Al Shearer's name was really, uh, Hits from the Street. It was, they didn't think it was the show. Oh, wow. Everybody thought that nigga's name was Hits from the Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, nah, that's the show's name. That nigga's name is Al Shearer. Remember when BT would have those countdowns, <laughs> those, those rapper celebrity countdowns and shit? Yeah. Like, my artist, like, top 25, and it is, they'll host it and show their favorite videos and shit, but, like, yep. Two hours. <laughs> they would only show like five videos because the niggas would just be talking the whole fucking time. Yeah, yeah, five videos at a time, man. Oh man, that that was, that was good, good time. Rap City was actually Rap City. Niggas had to go on there with bars and and show their freestyles. Cameron had the best freestyle. Nigga went on there was freestyle was counting money. I remember that's how I realized Fifty Cent wasn't a good freestyle when I saw him on Rap City. That's when you realized the nigga was a bully. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga's whole act was a bully. Yeah, and I did not care. Yeah. Oh, that nigga can't freestyle. Oh, I don't care. He'll still shoot you. Yep. <laughs> Get rich or die trying. That was a wave, man. Me and Mark were talking about that. Uh, they put up a uh, shout out to Mark. Um, they put a poll up yesterday or the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, they just put a random bunch of uh, albums that had red backdrops. Oh yeah, I think I saw that one. Um, one of them was Eminem. Shot. I saw that. Uh, one of them was uh, "Is Dark and Hell Is Hot." Mm. Um, it, it wasn't like classic albums, like just, Super it was just a bunch of red backdrops. Of course, uh, my beautiful dark was fantasy, but there was one, and it was like you can only pick one. And I was like, "Fam, I'm going to pick the album that had me questioning how far a motherfucker was willing to go when it came to beef, just off of one fucking bar." If you were smart, you'd be shooking me. Because I get tired of looking for you. Spray your mama crib and let your ass look for me. Look for me. Nuts. It's 19 years later and I still listen. I told Mark, it's 19 years later, I still listen to that shit. Like, Dude. like dog, we can't sit at a table and try to find peace. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, that, there's no option. Dude, I went back and listened to the Eminem show for the first time in a long time. Even though if you look on my title shit, it had Kendrick and it had M because I was really just reflecting on M's catalog. I was listening to the Eminem show for the first time in a long time. And a lot of them lyrics came back to me like nothing. It kind of scared me how much I knew of Soldier and shit. And the way Doggy Style comes back to me, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that, when he said, pistol whipping motherfucking bouncer 6-2. Who needs bullets as soon as I pull it? You sweat bullets. Like, what? And he wrote all that. Like, how did you write that? Because I'm a thug with a little bit of Pac influence. Like, he's... <laughs> Marshall matters, man. And don't ever disrespect that man. Like, fucking game. Once again, this motherfucker cannot keep his Marshall Matters name out of his mouth. He was on the, what? Not Up in Smoke. All the Smoke? Is that what it's called? 
Yeah, the All the Smoke podcast. All the Smoke podcast, and still for whatever reason brought out M and said Eminem does not get played in no clubs, which was funny because I was at the bar. They did play him. They played Forgot About Dre. Oh, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> that was funny. That <laughs> I swear to God that happened. They played that record, and I wasn't even thinking about that. And I was like, wow. And it was funny because Eminem fans went on Twitter and they started showing all clips of Eminem's music getting played at other establishments all around the world. Yeah. He's really trying to bait M. And I really, really hope M doesn't respond, but he's going to. But then, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I just. I it's just sad. That's just sad. And he also announced. I mean, they got out here doing TikTok videos and shit. I mean, like, you know. Game? Oh, you. I sent it to you in, in, in text. That was game? You didn't watch the video? No. What was it? Him doing a fucking TikTok dance. Moving <sighs> his hips. 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 Legs. Legs. And body. Body. I mean, he wasn't doing it to that song, but you know. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Have. Yeah, he, him and Hip Boy announced a new album. He was album. doing a sensual blood dance. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> 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 Anyway, him and Hit Boy announced the new album, Dramatic. It's gonna be thirty fucking tracks. Heart and mind. Damn. I'm sorry. I don't think Hit Boy is that gonna produce it. I mean it's game. Game has not dropped a bad album. But thirty tracks. You. Well what was his worst album? LAX. Fam. LAX, right? I didn't like nineteen ninety two. Oh yeah. That's it. But I didn't like how uh was the Jesus Peace was mixed. Yeah, I at least this wasn't a bad album though. Those weren't bad albums. I just don't go back to them. I qualify that as a bad album. What <laughs> 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 the fuck? The fuck? Not bad albums. I just don't go back to them. <laughs> I can't tell you one fucking bar off of uh, 1992. Yeah, I played 1992 and I left that shit in 1984. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I I remember I did recently. It wasn't like this recent, but I think it was probably like a few months back. I listened to Deeper Than not Deeper Than Rap, his last one. Uh, I know it's where you talk about the the pregnant shit, the original Drake cover. See, you see, do you see I what know. this nigga has come to, man? We won't even remember songs. We remember the fucking cover. And I called it the Drake cover, the original Drake cover, because <laughs> all the chicks were pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> That's a damn shame because he is a great rapper, man. But why does he keep doing this, man? I mean, Kendrick shouted you out on his song, uh, what's it, Black Boy Fly, man. He looked up to you. Greatest weirdo rapper. Probably in the history. Uh, no, there's other weirdos. There's other weirdo rappers. Kanye's weird. He ain't this. Yeah, he knows when to shut the fuck up. I mean, Kanye's out there. Don't get me wrong, but, you know. He knows when to shut up. But you can... I'm not gonna say you can kind of defend, but you know you, you, you can find ways to defend Kanye. You cannot defend. There's what no game defending. Is doing. There's no defending this. When Kanye comes out and when Game said like <laughs> Kanye did more for me than Dre, and Kanye even said, "Yeah, I wouldn't have said that." Yeah, it's like do you know what Kanye's going through in life, my nigga, <laughs> <laughs> and he's telling you to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like what are you talking about, bro? That's just yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'll, I'll listen, but I'm whatever. I, I don't know, bro. Like, 
I find out more and more about Gang's background, and I'm like, yeah. It just makes you just depleted because then you just look at documentary and disgust. Like, I mean, I just even even though I, I love documentary, I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. I, I I always knew he was a liar. Good one at that. Come on, man! I'm not stupid. An habitual liar. I'm not stupid, dog. I woke up out that coma in 2001. About the same time Drake dropped the 2001. No, nigga, that was 1999. That was two years ago. Like you're a fucking liar. About the same time, so you no. The nigga was getting off tour in 2001. What are you talking about? (laughs) You're a fucking liar. Fucking. (laughs) And let's not forget (laughs) the infamous words. Shit up, Dad. The marathon continues. Little nigga didn't say, say that, that shit. shit. I can't believe he he wrote that. He really wrote that and left it there. Yeah, but I got people. I know of people that went to high school with him. <laughs> he didn't have a scholarship that to Washington State. I mean, obviously, you're not gonna tell you that. No, but I'm saying like he said that gangbang on the way. Yeah. They said he was a crumper. So yeah, so they said they like legitimately. They they said uh, one of the cats. He said he said he okay to like. I'm put it in this. I'm put it in this way. Mm-hmm. This nigga said, "I woke up out that slumber in 2005, and I was shocked this nigga was on my TV in 2005." So that's how that's like that's how was his experience with with Jason on, because he's like this nigga was a, was a crumper and a dancer when we was in school. You weren't no gangbanger. He didn't even play basketball like that. He tricks the ball. Oh, yeah. That powerful niggardry at work, Ken. I'm just saying, you know. I'm not mad at it, you know what I'm saying? Mad. But, you know, hey, you know, Big Face 100, you know, got some, got some credence to this, this story, know. you know what I'm saying? I know. You know? That's all I'm saying. Kendrick Lamar's going on tour. <laughs> <laughs> Just change the subject. <laughs> There's only so much JC on you can talk about after a while. And, after and then a while, you it's just, just, like, it you just know. takes the energy out. It's just like... You just become exhausted because it's going to become more and more. <laughs> and down a fucking rabbit hole. And then you're going to want to watch that video and, you know, hips, hips, legs, and, and blood in, blood in. Speaking of all that shit, blood, uh, t- side note... Why did Sci High do that shit? So Kendrick Sci High It's going on Sci High released <laughs> No My top five one of my top five albums in 2017. I know. And that nigga heard one beat that we all heard. I didn't watch it. And but I then he on- rapped to another beat that only he heard in the ox. And shout out to Sherelle. Sherelle tweeted me and was like, now nah, that nigga hears something else. I said, oh, yeah, nah, he rapping to a whole other beat, but that nigga clearly heard Made You Look in his head. Do you want to hear how bad it is? Sure. It's horrible. I know. Because they keep trying to change the subject. It's like, fucking horrible. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Why did Sai Hai do this shit? I, I, was, I was sick to my fucking stomach. Uh, fucking sick. Like, why did he do this? And he was dissing Joe Button. I wasn't even upset that he dissed Button, Like, But for why? Like, I was like, bro, like, why would you do this? Because he's nuts? Because he's dumb? I don't know. You gonna, you gonna play it, huh? Niggas look at me like it's a god. Huh. 
You the man, that's a good beat. Niggas even go to synagogue, yeah. Just to pray on my downfall. I get aggravated with salt. Maybe fuck around and catch an aggravated assault. Show button, why you got so much hate in your heart? They gonna let you fuck around and make hate in the art. I don't see much time I can waste on that mark. Yeah, and please say the remarks because your radio personality. Yeah, he heard me. You look. Come and see me in person, nigga. Virtual reality. I'm a bird. He has an EP coming, apparently. He need to go back and he need to make sure the engineer gets that shit on, on beat. On beat. Because I was, sure I was gnomes working, make sure all that shit. I was that, visualizing that can't be the same nigga that did no dope on Sunday. That can't that be can't the same be. nigga on So Appalled. They, they can't be. This nigga was feeling himself. So see, niggas that are around Kanye, they start feeling themselves and start thinking that they're Kanye. <laughs> Game thinking he's Kanye. Shahai thinks he's Kanye. Everyone just gets more. I know Kanye gives you guys like you know strength and confidence, but it's strength and confidence for him, Man. not you. So like I said, Kendrick Lamar is about to go on tour. <laughs> but first, shout out to Kendrick. He had the number one album. 200, you know, but the numbers, you know, I hate talking numbers on here. I enjoy them when we talk about them in in proper context. Yeah. But so let's talk about them in proper context. In proper context. He was expected to sell a lot more. So I don't believe he flopped. Oh, no. Because... When a motherfucker comes out here and drops the heart part five, which has never been traditionally a part of his albums, mm-hmm. it's not released as a traditional single. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no marketing for flyers, posters. There's no physical copies. They did not want it to leak. Then I don't, there's no there's really no budget in terms of promotion. So I don't call that a flop. Now projections. They in terms of a five-year wait, in terms of how people view Kendrick, mm-hmm. and in terms of what was produced. Now, I celebrate the fact that he had the number one, and I sub- celebrate. There's conflicting because I didn't see the, I didn't see the confirmation of the numbers. What was it? Was it two eighty-seven or was it two ninety-five? It was two ninety-five officially. Okay. So it's two ninety two hundred ninety-five thousand. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is great. It's the highest selling uh, rap album of this year. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm not going to call it a flop. Mm-mm. But if you're saying you're smoking on top fives, did it underperform? It was That number was shocking to me. Because it was like, wait, Apple Music and Spotify crashed when that shit dropped. It cra- I saw it. It crashed. Yeah, and that's never happened with Drake or Kanye or any of these other like top artists and shit like that. So I'm thinking he's for sure gonna sell like over 300, 400, maybe like maybe a little bit higher. But I was like, that shit crashed, and you telling me he broke all these streaming records and shit, and you only sold two hundred ninety five thousand? Shit doesn't that that didn't add up to me. Yeah, that like did did somebody from they listen to Auntie Diaries and didn't like what he said? Like no, make them go down. <laughs> like, like that that didn't that was weird to me. And I'm not saying that's an excuse. It just I just I was shocked. I was like, wait, what? Well, okay, so let's try to add some some reasoning. When he did to pimp a butterfly, 
That was... I believe that was 316 yeah. first week. Yeah. I remember that. That did have physical copies. Mm-hmm. And remember, that shit did was on the verge of leaking because they fucked up the, the date. fucked it up. Yeah. ITunes so they had to kind of rush that one out. That, yeah. that was 316, but then damn went and did 359. 600. Did 600 first week. Damn did, damn did 600. That was his highest one. Because they had physicals. That's why it leaked, remember? But that was a bundle, right? The that bun- was including the bundle. I guess, yeah. So if it was... if not include, Because it's not including the bundle. Mm. That was just based off of 359. Maybe, yeah. Okay. So, just just with the bundle. All I'm doing... You could be right. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing... In the, all, the only reason I'm saying that is because this album... Sonically is more in line with Spimple Butterfly. Just because it's not... Mm-hmm. Damn is more in line with Good Kid, Mad City. It's mm-hmm. got those, you know, radio type hits. Yeah, this was more in line with Pimple Butterfly. Yeah. So when people heard it, I was confused why people kept trying to push it higher in terms of sales. Because I'm like, it ain't got those radio hits. So why are you guys doing that? Yeah, because because of the I just way. didn't want to be that asshole that was like trying to like. Because again, my review was my review. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to try to be the asshole. It was like, not only is my review this, I'm mm-hmm. going to try to get it to not sell like that. Because it's like, okay, well, I mean, if you want, but this ain't that album. You know what I mean? So, he pur- and, and he purposely made it that way. Right. Yeah. So, with that understanding, I could see it going down, and I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. However, not touching 300. It was like right a little, there. A little concerning. That and it was the, just a little. It was just still wild to me. I was like, how the hell you crash Apple Music? Like, this is what these streaming shits come in. How the hell you crash Apple and Spotify? And it seemed like everybody was listening to that album at the set. That the whole world was listening to that album, and you only sell that much. That's why it was just like something's not adding up here. But that's just me. Maybe, maybe it's just my timeline. Maybe it was like because he was a worldwide trending topic and all that shit. Number one trending topic, and you're telling me you only sold that much. But it's also a testament to the fact that once again, motherfuckers be lying. So I didn't trust. The, and I'm not saying you were lying. Mm-hmm. You liked the music. You like it how you liked it. You yeah, 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 yeah. I protected your right to like it. Oh I yeah, like of course. It, you know what I'm saying. But my, when motherfuckers come out here and they're just like within an hour, oh, it's perfection. I'm like. You came out and you said, I'm going to lay on this on this music for a while. You came out, when a motherfucker came out and was like, oh no, this is a 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, and you had 45 minutes to listen to this shit. No, I don't trust you. Because mm-hmm. you had to unwind this shit. Yeah. So, that's the result of that. And then Because I know there was people that fronted on that. Did it for that and didn't go back to the album just because they were scared to go to their timeline and not be authentic with their review. That's why reviews. That's that's why reviews. Because I remember I I wrote reviews for like rap albums a lot back in the day, and I was gonna write one for To Pippa Butterfly. I'll never forget this when it dropped. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to really sit on this before I write my review. And then I got discouraged from writing that review when I started seeing people. Writing their reviews literally like 24 hours after the shit dropped. And I'm like, there's no way you could write this type of review for this album after this, after 24 hours. What? I'm like, this is this is where we at in the game now? We have to write one day reviews for albums? Yeah. Fuck that. I, I, I remember before I wrote my review for Good Kid, Mad City, I, I sat on that shit for two weeks. Yeah. For two weeks before that I shit came I replayed out. it. But th- that's also why I was giving responses 
and I was giving my responses off my reactions. It wasn't my final grade. Grade. I was just like, okay, not really feeling off it, but he gets the benefit of the doubt, so I'm gonna go back again and yeah. play it again to see how it sounds in this yeah, setting. Yeah, this setting. Okay, it setting. sounds this way in this setting. Yeah. Alright, now I'm gonna give it another test in this setting. Yeah. Okay, it sounds like this. Now I need to give it a final, you know what I'm saying? Like, I kept going back. You were getting my responses in real time, but they weren't my final grade. Yeah. Those are the type that I feel are authentic in itself, too, because, okay, I feel one way this day, but I could change it. When motherfuckers were literally coming out and they were like, this is the grade after an hour? No. Mm -mm. Because I have, like, I'm, I'm cool with people reserving their right to change. It's mm -hmm. just a reaction. Yeah. But when you come out and you say, this is my stamp, oh. after yeah. one and a half hours, <laughs> yeah. We you're, you're, you're just trying to, at that point, you're... Like like I said, Drake got the charts, Kendrick got the critics. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he really got the critics. Niggas were giving him five stars, literally, off jump. On like I looked at his Metacritic, I'm like, are you fucking serious? That's what I was telling you. I was like, no, I'm not trusting this shit. And then when oh. it went down to 89%, I was like, okay. I can work with that. Yeah. I like to, I'd like to deal with a 10% margin of error. Mm -hmm. Meaning that if I think something is a 91%, um, I can deal with it going upwards to, okay, this is a bona fide classic. Mm -hmm. Or it could go downwards to maybe even as low as... An 80%. I just remember when I first heard damn, I'm like, I know exactly what the fuck I heard. Boom. That was that one. Yeah, and I, I remember I remember coming on here saying, I don't know if this is gonna age into a classic, but I fuck with it. And I like it. Mm -hmm. And he shot this right through the roof. It's cool. And I remember even comparing it to the dunk. This is Vince Carter when he stuck his fucking elbow through mm -hmm. the rim and you're like, oh, that was dope. And then you go back and listen and you're like, wait, did this nigga just... And then you replay it over and you're like, Hey, yo, wait a minute. What the fuck? So what are you calling this album, Mr. Morrell? This is a top-off. The top-off? What do you mean? This is like a two-hand two up? This is literally the, the, this is literally Vince Carter. This is his his uh, catalog is Vince Carter's uh, dunk contest. Yeah. This is when Vince Carter's final dunk, when he just ran up, just like dunked it, and got like a 45 or some shit. And it's like, because at this point, it's like, what else does he need to do for me? I already, I come on here and I said... I, I didn't. I didn't explain this at the end of the last pod, mm -hmm. and that's why people, people said they appreciated my review, but they weren't. They thought I was too harsh, but they also said some people were like, "I get it though." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, yeah," because when you grade those who are up in contention for the greatest of all time, you have to when you're when you critique, it sounds like it's harsh when you don't give them the praise that other people think that they should get. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is, but I had said this all 2021. Kendrick doesn't have to give me a classic on this album. Mm -hmm. He's legacy in my eyes. Mm -hmm. So I didn't... He could have gave me a fucking album that was a... That was a D. It wouldn't have changed anything to me. I still view him as one of the greats. So whether he's top 10, top 5, like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. To be named with one of the greats, you're there. Yeah. So it doesn't change anything. Like, okay, he dropped something that I'm not going to go back to on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm-hmm. Do you see his fucking catalog? I have four, four, maybe even five of them if I count um, overly dedicated. Overly dedicated. I got all the motherfuckers I can go back to. This was something that was personal for him. Congratulations, mm -hmm. salute to him. I'm yep. proud. Of Remember, I said sonically this isn't for me, but I'm proud of him that he chose to do something for himself. He mm -hmm. deserves to do that for himself. Mm -hmm. What well, do you don't owe me shit? He gives leeway for that. He gave us, like you said, five albums worth of just classic shit. Yeah. 
So if he wanted to do a personal project for himself, because he was like, like I say, I'm fucked up. Like I stayed in the house. I did this, did that. I got to do something internally for me. I'm about to leave my label. I'm about to go on my own shit. I need to get this shit out now. Right. Yeah, you can't be mad at him about that. And so, you know, my final grade that, like, you know, basically happened just under a month. You know, I go back and forth. I, again, it depends on how I li- where I'm listening. It goes anywhere from good to great. So that goes that's anywhere a from good. a so it goes anywhere from a three point five out of five to a four out of five. It can go anywhere in between. And that's a good scale. It's a good scale. Like uh, everything is all scales from like fives or four and a halves. Yeah. <laughs> everything from Kendrick before this was literally in the fucking high eighties to a fucking classic. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. <laughs> What other rapper has that? Yeah, besides so, Kanye. Yeah, so what? What I'm telling people now is, okay, now I have an album that he gave me, which his floor is a 70 and his ceiling is an 80. Mm-hmm. Okay, like he's. This was an album where I think it would probably be the best to do it because this is an album where he's telling people he's human. Mm-hmm. He's not a savior. Somebody said this flat out on a review I read. And he said flat out, while Drake and Kanye were stroking their egos, and J. Cole is just focused on being the tech, the best technical rapper out there, the king, who was Kendrick Lamar, I'm paraphrasing, the king who was Kendrick, just decided to burn his crown and just say that I am human and I am not your savior. Mm-hmm. That's, what this, that's what Mr. Morale was. I'm not the king. <laughs> like, take, it was like that. It was like for Mean Girls when he broke the crown and just, when she broke the crown and gave it to everybody. Yeah. That was who, he, that's what he did. Like, stop fucking looking at me like this. Yeah. I <laughs> so Which I took it like that. The problem was, though, I know exactly where the problem lies with other people. Mm. They heard smoking on your top five, mm. and they expected this they s- to be that. They expected a whole lot of songs to be about smoking top five. Like he was just going to be rippity rap rapping. That's what the they, entire that's shit. That's what they thought it was. After, I mean, after you heard Family Ties, after you heard that verse, you, I mean, I, I can see why people thought that. Right. And when they I got you. Yeah, when they didn't get it, it was... <laughs> I will say this, though. When I was in the bar or, or the club, bar, whatever you, whatever the kids call it these days, mm-hmm. lounges, what do we call those now? I don't even like call it the club. Like, you know, bars that have music blasting and shit. I used to go to day parties, bro. But even then, day parties, whatever, die hard over the system and with, with women dancing, that's a vibe, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, hearing it in the speakers, uh, when the DJ mixed it in, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that's going to be the song of the summer. Like, that's like a day party, like, song of the well, summer. What's going to be a song to play in the summer? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like Future and Drake so far got. Oh yeah, wait, f- song of the wait song. for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, they dropped a video for the Jack Harlow record. That's all. Yeah, at the Kentucky they also, Derby. They also dropped a record for um, Post Malone and Roddy's song. Oh yeah, Post Malone about to drop an album yes. this week. Yep. That's kind of weird how people are quiet about I'm that. Ex- I'm, I'm excited. I'm, exci- I'm excited about that one. Yeah. But yeah, Chris Brown announced he's dropping. Oh yeah. Technically, June twenty fourth. But because we on the west side, when it hits that 9 p.m., it's still my birthday. Hey, Happy birthday to me, birthday. motherfucker. Yep, I get new breezy on my birthday. And it'll be like 50 songs, but JC won't care. No, it's 18. Wow, that's another round of applause. That's a, eh, eh, eh. I'm a little disappointed. I want to play this. <laughs> I'm disappointed, man. I want, I, want, I want another playlist. But if you listen to We, uh-huh. the single, have you heard it? 
I've heard parts of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I I text Rossi. I said, brother. Oh, happy birthday, Rossi. Yeah, happy birthday, to Rossi. Related birthday. I, I text Rossi. I said, brother. Just let you know right now, that album technically drops on my birthday. And I'm probably gonna be live texting you during my birthday when that album drops. He said, "Don't worry about that. Just text me when you start listening, and we are gonna do it together." I said, "Say less." <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we didn't do a live texting when Kendrick dropped. I needed my alone time, and then when you text me that the McNulty, yeah, I just text you back, classic. <laughs> Well, I would have started texting you, and then as soon as that shit would have started, I'd have been like, oh, session over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to think about S- this. Session over. This ain't no group therapy. This ain't no group therapy. So, what was the first time you fucked a wife? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh yeah, first but I fucked a white bitch. I listened to Kevin Samuels. <laughs> first, my homeboy had a laugh at that first, first time I fucked a white bitch. I watched Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Oh no, nah, but oh, I was about to say Kendrick's going on tour with Mr. Mm-hmm. Round the well, the with big PG Lang. Well, yeah, with um, what's his name, Baby Keem, and who's the other dude's name? Uh, the the. We both got our phones up like. Hi, Drake. Tana Leon. There you go. His album was decent, by the way. Yeah, it was. Very decent. But yeah, it's called Can You Help Mr. Morale Get Out the Middle, Get Out the Box. That's the whole concept. Dreezy and Hit Boy dropped an album. Called yeah. That shit hit, girl. And boy. Boy? 12 tracks of just fuego. Hit Boy's production. I ain't heard one bad fucking project from Dreezy ever. Mm, Dreezy could fucking she rap. Could, she could And she could sing. Oh, one of them hybrids? You've heard Dreezy before. Yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dre- I haven't really, like, really listened, listened to her like that. Dreezy just be rapping. Mm, she just be rapping, man. That's, that's what I like about Dreezy. Mm. Lotto. Um, Lotto can spit. Lotto just be rapping. You know what I'm saying? There's just a, a nice... I like women that just be rapping. It's a nice group of women that just be rapping, just be doing their thing. I, I like that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. There's actually one out here in the Bay. Really? Duchess Duh. Duchess Duh. She got a joint out here. Duchess Duff. Called, I'm out here. I'm really out here, my nigga. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I heard this shit, and I was like, oh, this actually sounds good for the summertime. Sounds like summer music. Yeah. Give everybody a snippet. Give her a shout out. Hey. You know, some about just rappers in general. Mm. But when a FMC got real nice bars, bars, but when she got real good uh, breath control, mm. like she knows what she's doing behind a microphone. Yeah, really catches your attention. Cause that's not something that is easily instinctive. Yeah, like not everybody and men either. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that has that has to be instinct. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Shout out to Duchess Duff. She fire. Yeah. She fire. She fire. But yeah, Dreezy came out. Dreezy dropped one. Uh, like I said, that Dreezy's album is a hit, girl. And um, we gonna dive into that one real quick, bro. 
Because I fucked with, with Hit Girl. Yeah. A lot of albums. I think ever since Kendrick dropped, people are kind of slowly, you know, putting their feet back in the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they got Future on, on here. I'm not going to play the Future record. I'm going to play you the record that I actually... I like Coy LeRae in spurts. Yeah, I know you talk about. I'm it. not mad at Coy LeRae. She's just a, she's like a feature artist, pretty much that you can tend that you can. I can take her as a solo artist just in spurts. I'm like, if you, I haven't tried listening to her album, mm-hmm. so I would have to. I'm not gonna. I'm a hold reservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with this track with her, uh, balance my lows. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at this record. This shit came on. I turned the shit up. I want to hear this shit during the summer. Oh, she has a voice for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. She does. I'll give you that. She does have, like, a good voice. Yeah. yeah. And Hit Boy did the entire album. Hit Boy did the entire album. This boy just be adapting to anything, dog. Exactly. That's why I say I want M to work with Hit Boy, man. Like, I can really see him working with M and, he, and having him drive him, like... Because he knows how to get the artists and he knows how to have them. He did it to Nas... Did it for Nas, did it for Dom Kennedy. Did it for did it for Drizzy. Yeah. I want M to this I want Hit Boy just to go to Detroit, lock him away. Yeah, just push out records. And one thing I like about Drizzy, she's tapped in. So we were talking about Gay Richard Die Trying. Yeah. Yeah, she she had the gall. Twenty one questions. Really? Did her own rendition. Her own rendition of twenty one questions. Yeah. That's what I like when artists, you know, are able to tap in because, you know, 21 Questions is technically our old school now. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Damn. But taps into what goes on with her. Again, I'm. it's not necessarily stuff I'm going to mm-hmm. relate to yeah. and necessarily rap along with. But if you can take a spin on it. Yeah. And go about it in a way where I, it's believable to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are questions that you're going to legitimately ask for from a man. Yeah. I'm going to rock with it. That's what she was doing. Shout out to Dreezy, man. I, I really fuck with Dreezy. I have not heard one bad project from this woman. Shit. Oh, yeah, Joey Badass is going to drop his shit. He is. 2000, right? Yeah. Wow. His sequel to 1999. Yeah. And that nigga coming back. He coming back, bruh. They all coming back. They all coming oh, back. Three. They all coming Season back. Two. They all coming back. The big rich town universe. They hustling, baby. And I've been waiting, baby. Well, uh, August 17th, August yep. 14th, one of them one of them August days. Yep. Have to wait long, man. We in June are what, we're two months away? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, after that, when that ends, and we get season three of book of book two. Yep. BMF coming back. I don't know. Little Meech got. Oh, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, man. Little Meech got hit with, with with a watch case. Yeah, it's facing what thirty years in prison. I don't know, but shit. They swooped him up. It was like we got to finish season two. <laughs> yeah. Niggas really running like the original BMF. Mm-hmm. Why did he do that? I don't know. Shit. They got Monique though. <laughs> Monique going going fucking. Only going to war with fucking D.L. Hoogie. You see that shit? I got paperwork, nigga. 
Why is she still beefing with me? I got paperwork, nigga. She just got back. She got. She getting cool with Lee Daniels again. She's getting back in her back in Hollywood, and then she still feel like she's a shit. Queens of comedy versus kings of comedy. I mean, I, I guess. Oh man. yeah, I, yeah I, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I, I don't know, man. What I do know is the NBA Finals is around the corner. And what I do know is I hope that Rapture hips right before. If you're listening, God, help! Help! Yeah, if y'all don't know, if you live on the rock, by the time y'all hear this, we'll be well into the NBA Finals with the Golden State Warriors against the Boston Celtics. Help! JC, who's a Laker fan, doesn't want to see neither happen, so he wants this, Bane to show up. This is by far living hell. Outside of, you know... Real life. <laughs> real. You know. Real life living hell. This is a living hell. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> this NBA Finals is Darth Vader walking through <laughs> the hood. Your, your fucking hood and just snapping necks and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is. This is fucking hell on earth. I mean, for you, for me, this is entertainment. So. Why? No, 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 no. Just for the. I want to see the matchup. Just the matchup. I know for you, I'm, I don't know about you, but it's just just a matchup. See if the Warriors are going to do it again. See if Celtics could get it. Shit. For what though? They fan bases is disgusting varmints. They evil. They diseases to the planet. You ain't ever seen the the like, agent fucking Smith in, in Matrix. You talk about both fan bases. Yeah. The fan bases are a disease to this planet. <laughs> and I'm sick of this. <laughs> I need the codes. I need to get out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, once upon a time, I want to explain to you. Once upon a time. Oh, shit. There was a time when Kobe Bryant was going after his fifth championship. And I had Warriors fans at my house. And a couple of these motherfuckers was not only rooting for the Celtics, but they was in Celtics garb. Not because they liked the Celtics. They just wanted y'all to lose. But because they were going against Lakers. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take my word for it. Mm-hmm. You can ask Martin. Martin was there with me. <laughs> this is game seven. He oh, that, saw it with his own eyes. The 2010? The 2010 NBA Finals. Oh, that was he came it. over my crib mm-hmm. to watch what became Kobe, the Lakers' fifth championship mm-hmm. in, what, seven, eight years? I forget. But yeah. his fifth one? Yeah. Yeah. We watched it together. With my fam, this happened. You can talk to the, to brother Jason Maples, Coach Maples of NBA Twitter. Mm-hmm. He was in downtown Oakland when disgusting ass Vermin Warriors fans showed up in Paul Pierce jerseys <laughs> at bars everywhere in downtown Oakland, rooting <laughs> against Lakers. You can ask my man's Dakari, who was there, <laughs> saw these bewildered beast creatures. Where are these? And now all of a sudden, I'm tired of all y'all, bitch ass. <laughs> now all of a sudden, these same Warriors fans are on social media putting created pictures of, of, of Celtics mascot Lucky with a Lakers jersey on it talking about, yeah, we know how it's going. Lakers fans really hate us so much that they going to jump over and root for the Celtics. And it's like, nigga, 
Don't make us pull the Polaroids out. We have the footage. Don't tag us. See, don't do it. See, there's one person I know. Do not do that. I have a friend I know. It was uh, before. Don't let me. Go on. Go on. I don't want me to cut you off. I just want to get to it, okay? Uh, don't make us do it. Because uh, it wasn't but 12 years ago. <laughs> you motherfuckers was out here and it was 12 years of switcheroo like it was motherfucking 12 years a slave. Sheesh. So I'm just saying. I know you just said. Like. That's why it's disgusting me. And I know motherfuckers out here listening talking about, oh, but JC. You ain't talking you, about me. You, you talking about me, but you used to root for the 49ers, and now you go for the Raiders. Yeah, off of my choice to go for one team to another. Not on the behest to just go and root against a non-motherfucking team. That's disgusting behavior. Yeah. That's illogical. That's nasty. That doesn't make no sense. You hate a team that damn much that you'll go root and put another another team's jersey on? Have some fucking class. Yeah. That's disgusting. Niggas threw a bag at me and I took it. And I left. Alright? That's where my loyalty. That's that's where that shit that's where that disappears, okay? I changed fandom. I changed fandom for livelihood. You traded your fandom for trolling. And now 12 years later, you're trying to get in people's faces when niggas got Polaroids. So you tell me how that makes sense. I mean, I I have an acquaintance I know. Red, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly who I'm talking about. But this person was a hardcore Celtics fan during the Lakers dynasty era. He was a Celtics fan. Was always talking about how great they are and everything and shit, right? After that, I guess some stuff, personal stuff happened or whatever. And, you know, I don't, I haven't talked to him. I mean, we still talking all that. But then all of a sudden, I'm looking on Instagram and I see him rocking Warriors shit. Say, let's go Warriors. Wait, what? Nigga, I know you, you, what? What kind of shit is that? You are a fucking Celtics fan. So I don't know, I, I wonder if he's conflicted. He's using his feelings <laughs> during this finals. Because it's like, who are you going to root for? Because if the Celtics win, you can't celebrate. You have to deal with that L with the Warriors. <laughs> you can't go old. You can't switch teams now. First time I fucked with the Warriors, I was a Celtics, Celtics fan. fan. <laughs> Ooh. I have that beat stuck in my head. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, niggas is big stepping around the, who they going to root for. Me? I ain't picking no damn winner for these damn finals. Because I'm going to tell you why. Fuck them both? Well, not only that. If I pick one... The other one, the, oh, ha, 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 now you're rooting against us. Yeah, so we going to, yeah, 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 yeah. And if I root for the other one, ha, 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 we knew you was always on this. Here's a jersey for you. Ha, ha, ha. It's a no win situation. Okay. Well, how many games do you think it's going? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. I want Black Jesus to come down immediately. No, Black Jesus is going to come down and sit courtside and enjoy the game. I don't think he likes basketball. <laughs> I think Black Jesus is dressed as Darth Vader. <laughs> and if he's dressed as Darth Vader, I have my uniform in, in my closet. And I will put that shit on real quick. And I will stand behind him. And I will storm into chase. And I will destroy the shit with him. It's just it's disgusting. Hypothetically, people... No, I don't mean hypothetically. 
you don't care how many games it goes. Okay. I'm not watching this finals out of pleasure or anything. Basketball ceased to exist when the Heat fucked up and lost game seven. <laughs> Basketball ceased to exist! The, the season's over for me. Like, there's no so enjoyable... It's, so like, it's just football season now. No, there's no enjoyable way to, to end this season. He's, he's just... Damn. Like, niggas try to put an asterisk on our bubble season or whatever. Yeah. There's no asterisk on this. There's just pain. They put a... They want to crown the champion. It goes, Lakers 2020. Motherfuckers want to put an asterisk on it. And then it goes, 2021 Bucks. And then 2022. There is no champion. It's just pain. That's all it is, nigga. Pain. Well, if the Warriors win, they won't be a parade. You won't see them out I don't get it. Then the, then the fucking Celtics win. You could just stay offline. What the fuck does that mean? I'm just trying to find some. Then they have 18 banners and we have 17. And then guess who comes back at us? Racism. And if the Warriors win, then you have... Then guess who comes back at us? Ha <laughs> <laughs> We told you Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clay Thompson's a Lakers kid. Take off the foo-foo. Take off the something. It's like, there's no win. Damn, I'm, I feel bad for you. Well, for me, I think of... When it sucks, because I like all these players. That's I know, the that's the other like, thing. That's, 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 that's like, this is no reflection on the players themselves. I like all these players. It's the fan bases. Yeah, he fucking over. You gotta remember, I, I hate... This isn't anything new. People think, oh, you're a Lakers fan. You shouldn't dislike the Warriors fan. Fuck your logic. Okay, I've hated Warriors fans since December of 2000 when Kobe and Antoine Jameson traded 51. Mm-hmm. It had no bearing on the fact that they traded 51. It was the fact that Warriors fans came to school the next day talking about put Bobby Sura in Kobe's place with Shaq and you get the same result. Nah, it's middle fingers up. Fuck y'all. Seven day theory on y'all niggas ever since. 22 years strong, I've hated the Warriors. The Celtics, it just comes with the territory. You root for the Lakers, it's on sites from day one. You inherit that beef. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. I don't know about these Lakers fans that grew up in LA. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that. I don't know how that goes. Yeah. But when you're a Lakers fan that grew up in this soil, yeah. You, nigga, you gotta defend your shit every single day. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for you, son. For for me, I hope. I just hope it's a good series. I hope I'm entertained. Because you're a Warriors fan. I'm not a Warrior fan. You keep going on fucking Twitter, then that lead ain't safe with the same it's, fucking gif. Because it's hilarious. It's a funny. Because they fascinate me. They fascinate me about how they just come back. They're a fascinating team. I'm sorry. Because the lead ain't safe. It's pure evil fan base. Just. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. They, the Warriors have a loyal fan base, but they're fucking remediately loyal. Make no fucking sense. Well. Football news. John Madden's on the cover of Madden. Rest in peace, John Madden. Rest in peace, John Madden. Oh, before we leave uh, basketball, uh, Lakers got a head coach. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? Darvin Ham. I liked it. That was my that was my pick. Mm. People kept saying Mark Jackson. And I was like, fam, Mark Jackson's not going to survive Pride Night. Like, he's not going to make it. If you thought it was bad here in, here in, in Oakland. No, no, wait till you go to L.A. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's not going to make it in, in, in L.A. It's Pride Month right you know now. What I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and salute to all of our... All of our, uh, all of our LGBTQ. Yes, everybody salute, uh, celebrating Pride. Mm-hmm. Celebrate to everybody. Shout out to everybody that's getting ready to celebrate Juneteenth in a couple weeks. Hell yeah, we free up! I just found out my job. They celebrating that. They trying to figure out if that's going to be a, no, a national be. holiday that's getting paid. Oh, well, we got the day off. Oh, well, you better. Um... 
But what I mean by that is uh, somebody made a joke. They was like, yeah, Mark Jackson, he's going to have to fight the urge to go spray holy water in the, the crowd at, at halftime. I was like, yeah, that hiring ain't going to work. Um, <laughs> but Darvin Ham, he's, he's, he's a good fit. Mm. Played in the league for eight years. He was on the Lakers bench at one point as an assistant uh, throughout the year. He was on the Bucks coaching staff when they won the championship last year. Yeah. First-year coaches are having a good time making the adjustment in the league. Now the half of the NBA is minority coaches. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. I'm not mad at it. They're talking about bringing Russell Westbrook back. Because of the circumstances, I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. Because everybody wanted us to give up picks in addition to giving up Russ. Yeah. No, not, not for one year. Just bite the bullet on the contract. Do what you got to do. We'll figure it out. You hear about the um, that Niner beat writer that got cussed out by the Niner player? Yeah. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Not, I, that, I forgot his fucking name, but I see him on Twitter a lot, and he always be antagonizing Niner players. Hey, man, I don't know what's going on in San Francisco, but motherfuckers be getting cussed out and getting they ass whooped. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. to, I told you what, I told you what, we'll, we'll get to football, but I told you what goes down with the, in the fan, in, what, oh, fantasy, fantasy football, shit. fam. Yeah, 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 You need to partake in this shit. You're missing out on good drama. I saw that shit was hilarious. You're missing out. So, the Giants player, known as Tommy Palm, that's his name, he got slapped by a Padres player for some shit that happened. Padres or uh, Reds? It was Reds. Yeah, you're right. Or was he on the Padres? Now he's on the Reds. I know he's with the Reds, but was he on the Padres at the time of this? Because this shit happened last season. It happened last season, yeah. And he got, yeah, apparently before pregame, because they were like doing the battery, they were like swing arounds or whatever they call it. Batting practice. Batting practice. Old boy ran up on him. Smacked the shit out of him. the shit out of him. And dude was like, what the fuck was that about? And then he just, (laughs) just like his interview, he was just like, yeah, yeah, it just happened during like fantasy football. And (laughs) what happened? It was fantasy football and he, I just beat him and he just, he thought I broke the rules, but I wasn't doing the rules and... Oh, brother, let me explain to you what the rules are. Okay. Oh, yes, because I, 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 know, I know what took place. Okay. They had some confusion, but this wasn't a broken rule unless motherfucker commit. This is why you need to have an active commissioner. Motherfuckers need to lay the law down at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I lay the law down. Okay. But I like my, my, my group to have fun. Uh-huh. Once the law gets laid down, we all have fun. Yeah. Okay? You need to make sure your IR is very clear your injured reserve so once guys have an o which is out uh-huh they are not eligible to play that week yeah once he has an o next to his fucking name he is eligible to go on that ir yeah there's confusion in some leagues which is even if he has an o he does not get to go on the ir it's only for guys that have ir next to the name which is injured reserve okay once you place him on ir that means that you have an empty space to then go to the waiver wire to then put put him on the roster mm-hmm. while not dropping that player because he has an injured reserve slot. Mm. Otherwise, if you can't put him on the IR, you have to make a decision where you don't have to cut the guy with the O, but you have to make a cut to make space on the waiver wire. Okay. So for What this- I'm guessing is is that because Homeboy couldn't get Jeff Wilson, because this was over Jeff Wilson. This is over a Niners player. Oh shit! Yeah. My guess is homeboy that did the slapping. Yeah, he got caught in multiple buys on his roster, which mm. meant he was fucking struggling. He yeah. probably had four buys on his roster. Yeah, he needed somebody. Yeah, homeboy 
had the O next to whoever it was uh-huh. and utilized that on his IR mm-hmm. and got Jeff Wilson. Mm. Okay. And it pissed him off because he's like, hey, you can't do that. And he's like, hey, man, I'm well within the rules. Take it up with the commissioner. And he probably laid a, a quick remark to him. And it was in a group chat. And it was yeah, in a group chat. And he said it was And I knew what type of league this was. You were like, oh, it's off principle. And I was like, it's not off principle, bro. This is at least $50,000 in this pot. <laughs> and immediately, the next day, he says in the first sentence, oh, yeah, it's a lot of money in here. He said, oh, I, yeah. I know how this goes. Yeah. I know how this goes. If it's between... Fifteen hundred and ten thousand. Every time I beat your ass in fantasy, mm-hmm. you getting put up on that summer jam screen. Yeah, and he said he anything above ten thousand dollars, mm-hmm. I'm kicking your ass. And he put up a gif because I guess he was making fun of the players for not making the playoffs or some shit. Yeah, he said that's what set him off. I was like, yeah, yeah probably. Oh, okay. Anything over ten thousand dollars, you getting your ass kicked physically. And it was hilarious because he was so calm about it. He was so calm about it, like, yeah, yeah, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, he knew what it was. Fantasy football is not a game. This is a billion-dollar industry. <laughs> this is, and this billion-dollar yes. industry is separate from, how much is NFL it's, worth? Is it 9 or 14 billion? Something around there. This is, this money is separate from that industry that already, already creates that revenue. Mm-hmm. This is a separate industry by itself. Yeah. Fantasy sports is big business. And these baseball players get pays get paid millions. Yeah, so you you know what I'm saying? Fifty thousand to them ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But like you said, principal was involved. Yeah. But the principal was off the basis of what that pot was. So if them motherfuckers was just playing for like thirty five hundred, that yeah. slap wasn't gonna occur. They was just gonna be talking shit. Yeah. But I knew what that pot was. Yeah. That's so that motherfucker slapped them, I was like, I told my homeboy uh Schmal, I was like Hey, dog, that pot was at least 50000 Because he walked up mm-hmm. and didn't hesitate. He was waiting. He, to and catch he waited a whole baseball season. He let that hand stew. Soon as he saw, oh, we got the Giants on the schedule. Oh, he's still there? Okay. And then, and then, and then it was a whole group chat. So That nigga was Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Had the hoodie up and everything, waiting. Nigga threw him through fire. Fire. <laughs> Yeah, while we were talking, that scene was on. And I'm like, damn, you fucking Obi-Wan up. <laughs> Took all that nigga lunch money. <laughs> when we get to football, your Raiders are doing the right thing. They gave Kaepernick a workout. Gave him a workout. You know? Really don't mean nothing. I don't know what that means after that, but, you know, he gave him a workout. I, can, I said flat out, man, if, and I do mean if, the Raiders pull that trigger and sign him. He will be, that jersey will be the highest selling jersey in the NFL, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might get one myself. Just hanging on my wall. <laughs> Just like, fuck it. I'm like, uh, you want to join the dark side? I, with my night, with the Niner version, too. Mm, but y'all have a dark side. Nigga. You saw Vader was whooping his ass. <laughs> yeah, but. It enticed wh- you. Yeah, but what happened in the end? Hey, we ain't talking about the end. We're talking about prime years. <laughs> prime years. <laughs> hey. You ain't gonna talk about what he... Amazon gonna get outsourced too, nigga. But what are we talking about? Amazon Prime. As <laughs> soon as he saw his son. Oh, shit. You my son. You my son. Hey, guess what? We gonna out throw... Hey, hey, nigga. We got a plan to operate to get this nigga out thrown. Oh, you can run never join shit. you. Okay, but we ain't talking about this shit, nigga. We, we got to get this motherfucker out the throne, nigga. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. And he's like, no. I am your father. 
I will never forget when I saw that when I was a kid. When I saw that, my first response was that nigga lying. <laughs> that was my first thought. When he told him search your feelings, I was like, hey, yo, wait a minute, hold on, he telling the truth. <laughs> no, I ain't so- no nigga gonna say search your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no nigga say search your feelings. I've been around adults that are in the middle of a domestic dispute. <laughs> As soon as a motherfucker say something remotely close to search your feelings, it's like, no, hold on. it to be true. Wait a minute. He getting in his bag real quick. She getting in her bag real quick. I remember James L. Jones even said it when he, when he, when they told him to read the line, he was, he said his first thought was he's lying. And then I I remember even towards the end, I was thinking, nah, nah, he lying. And then when he got to Return of the Jedi and then he was like, yeah, you're my, Vader, my father, and Obi-Wan said, and then Yoda said, yeah, he is. I was like, then that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, this thing ain't lying. You know that was about to take it to the next step. What was the next step? You know who was about to be their uncle. Who? Bubba Fett. Where'd you read this at? That was in the original script. Oh, wow. There was in, um... I don't know if it was in 5 as well. Mm-hmm. But I know by 6, Vader was gonna... They were gonna have a confrontation. Mm-hmm. And both of them were gonna talk, and Vader was gonna reveal to him at that point they were gonna have, like, a little dispute. And Vader was going to talk to him stern, and he was going to say something in the result. Like that was another thing we didn't talk about. Obi Wan. Obi Wan talked about how he got taken away from his family when he was a kid, when he was young. Yeah. To go to Jedi, he said that he had a he had a brother. Mm. I was like, oh, so you taking a room with them youngies? I'm like, oh wow. Oh yeah, that's how they do it. That's why I was saying Anakin was way too old. Yeah. Yeah, they take them shit. They take them motherfuckers when they babies. Yeah. He's like, I remember my mom and dad, but nothing else. I was like, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. They teach them to be emotionless and soulless. So man, fuck them Jedi, man. I want to sit, sit, fuck y'all up. Yeah. Y'all didn't see them coming. I mean, he could have. Palpatine was chose politics. <laughs> yeah. Palpatine over here saying, search your feelings. Use your feelings. Now cut them niggas. Do search it. Your f- no, but when Vader said that, I did not believe that nigga. I was like, I thought he was lying. Nah, I knew he was telling the truth. <laughs> nah, I knew he was telling the truth. Nigga cut his hand off and said, I'm your father. Hey, I mean, come on. This is the same guy who choked out his own wife. And then looked at Obi-Wan and said, you made me do this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it, though. He could have sliced this nigga's torso, but he cut his hand off just as a warning. <laughs> and that was another thing I missed, too. Mm-hmm. Lay out here running around, you know, doing some reckless shit throughout this series. Mm-hmm. It makes the beginning of episode four even more prolific and make all the more sense now. Mm-hmm. Rogue, Rogue One happened. You understand why Vader is pissed. Yeah. It makes all the more sense now the way he speaks to her the way he does. It's <laughs> the first time a grown-ass adult spoke to her the way it does. It's even more poetic that it's her father that, they that does know. it to her. You're part of the Rebel Alliance. And, and I'm tired of dealing with your shit, little girl. Take her away. Get your ass in your room. I'm tired of this shit. You keep fucking with me while I get my belt and I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> You're part of the Rebel Alliance and the traitor. Take it away. <laughs> this bitch ass got me fucked up. But how come he didn't... They keep fucking with me. I'm going to choke you like I did your mama. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to choke you like I did your mama. And I'm going to tell everyone, you made me do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell your friend, Obi-Wan, you made me do it. You turned her against me. (laughs) Why did he say it like that? (laughs) You have done that yourself. (laughs) Why did George Lucas just say, and cut? (laughs) Beautiful. Want me to say that again? No, no. That's great. Smashing. Beautiful. <laughs> you turned her against me. I'm gonna watch that last scene again. Oh man, that that battle. I wonder how I wonder how this battle is gonna be. Like the final, I guess, 
Man, I, Round two. I have a feeling, but I'm not going to say it. I'll, just, I'll talk to you after when we get off here. Uh, I'm just not going to say it lie. Uh, I have a feeling how that's going to take place. I just knew Obi-Wan was going to get his ass whooped, and I loved it. Uh, you need a smack right. I'm sorry. He's, he's collateral damage. I know I still have love for Obi-Wan, but he needed to get served. He had to. Been 10 years, and yeah. He had to. Yeah, he got to learn. He, uh, you know, it is what it is. Anything else we can say before we wrap up? Yeah, Nick Saban, you fucked up. You done fucked up? You done done that yourself? Nick Saban went after <laughs> Nick Saban went after Jimbo Fisher. Not not knowing Jimbo Fisher was like, well, bring your fucking ass on then. <laughs> I cut you, your, your mama, your daddy, your, your wife, your sister, your brother, your whole fucking organization. I beat you, you motherfucker. I know where your bodies is at, bitch. Don't make me come over there. Mm-hmm. And then he went up and brought Deion Sanders, and Deion Sanders was like, I mean, I know how the game's being played, but what the fuck you trying to say about, about us and our, our how we do business over here? We HBCU. We ain't on your radar. Mm. So what you trying to say about these black kids? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And that got a lot of people's attention when Nick Saban did that shit. Because mm-hmm. it was, uh, oh, so you don't have a problem when you was pitching money under the table, which we all know they was doing. These powerhouse, power five schools. Ain't nobody stupid. Yeah. But... When Deion Sanders, who's able to relate to these kids <coughs> and is able to recruit a top one or top two kid that, you know, looks up to Dion and wants to be around Dion and is an environment that he never thought was, you know, possible to pull in 60 to 70,000 people that look just like him is in a positive environment. Now, all of a sudden, it's a problem. You feel me? And by the way, NIL is still not illegal. The schools don't pay the kids. Name, image, and likeness is just for them to make money and profit off their name, image, and likeness. But he said it in a way where he made it sound like it was illegal. And a lot of recruits heard that and was like, well, wait, why do you have a problem with us making a name? Mm-hmm. You're not cutting the check. Mm-hmm. So what is the problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people heard that. He, he fucked up. He fucked up. You done fucked up, Nick Saban, man. He, he fucked up. You done fucked up, it's, Nick. It's going to be real interesting because it wasn't a problem when he called out Jimbo Fisher. Mm-mm. But it was a problem when you called out somebody that has prestige mm-hmm. and ain't even on y'all radar. Because what are you worried about? Y'all ain't playing Jackson State. HBCU ain't in your way to get to the playoffs. So what's the problem? Mm-hmm. What you afraid of? Getting beat. But again, HBCU ain't on ain't in Division One. It's not on the radar. So what are you afraid of? Racism. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. From Alabama, shit. Um, more reports coming out about that YSL man. It's looking wild, man. That's all I'm gonna say. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's it's a wrap, man. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, because because Gunner got um Gunner Gunner got denied bail. And they said, oh, no, he wasn't just wearing a chain. He in that motherfucker. Yeah. They, oof. Ugh, damn. Kind of said he wanted bail. Judge said, no, nah, I'm pushing prison. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean to crack a joke about that because I don't like young black brothers being behind the bars. But. But damn, man. Damn. And, it, dude, he just had the number one album this year. He beat Weekend. He had the number. He beat Weekend. He had a number one album. He was gonna have a great year. Now he's in. Now he's pretty much behind bars till what January next year. That's when his next year. That's when his next, next hearing year, is. Yeah. Man, 
Young if he's if he's gonna be behind the ball, that means Young Thug is done. Cause who they got again? I'm I'm I stay. You I don't I don't I don't touch topics. I don't touch topics that you know. I I enjoy being a civilian. <laughs> so there's topics that I just don't like going near. Uh huh. But I will say the informant that they got seems like he was YSL. It seems like he got information. I'm just leave it at that. Damn. That's a damn shame. I will leave it at that. Anyway, next. Or are you just going to leave it at that? That's what we're going to leave off at? Uh, Joe Budden interviewed Isaiah Rashad. That was a good interview. I liked it. I saw a lot of people complaining. Mm, of course. Joe Budden shouldn't have been the person. Joe Budden just Joe Budden just jumped right in and just asked him the question. No, he didn't. That When Joe Budden asked him the question about what he identified with, that was at minute 27. The interview lasted almost an hour. And you know niggas don't watch all interviews. They see the clips and they go with it. Right. And then they go with narratives and they start projecting themselves. Joe Budden asked him how he was doing with his mental health. Joe Budden asked him how he was doing with his family. Joe Budden asked him how he was doing with his career. Joe Budden asked him... Uh, he asked any TDE questions? Yeah, he asked him how Top and Punch were doing with the situation. Asked him... Mm. Asked him how he was doing with his family. Didn't uh, didn't know that he was a father of three. So asked him how he was doing with his kids and how the situation might affect his kids. So it was a really insightful interview. By the time he literally got, they got to that, they were cracking jokes about it because Isaiah and Isaiah Rashad was actually the first one to crack a joke. You say pause. Oh, oh no, I that, saw that was clip. no. I saw the clip. Well, that yeah, part. that joke was at the end of the interview. Literally at the end. <laughs> the jokes that they were cracking were actually mm-hmm. funny as fuck because Isaiah was engaging with. Joe and cracking jokes. That's why I don't get about the internet or just Twitter. They made it seem like Joe was picking on him and like trying to like bully him into laughing. No, Isaiah Rashad was cracking jokes with him. He was engaging with jokes. You know, niggas don't like watch doing stuff. They see clips and they go with it and then they fucking project their own insecurities on it. Yeah, and then Joe at one point made it. He's like, he's like, you know, I didn't watch the, I didn't watch the footage, you know, when it came out because it's none of my business. Then when you told me you wanted to do the interview, I was like, well, I got to be informed. So I watched the footage. <laughs> and then Isaiah was like, hey, you wild, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's Pride Month. But <laughs> you would have to wait to look for it. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then and then he's like, and he's like Joe's like, so I watched him. He goes, oh, this, this nigga just, he's just in his bag. He's just normal shit. He goes, that's whatever. Like, okay, whatever. And then they like, they then they would like, they didn't like get into what he was doing, but it was just you know like an icebreaker type shit. And he goes, yeah, and then what they really started laughing off of. He was like, Isaiah, do you not realize who the fuck you are? Like, how did this footage get leaked from your phone? He goes, oh, it wasn't in my phone. He goes, do you not believe in NDAs, nigga? Like, he goes, yeah, I just be forgetting who I am. Like, I know that's where I fucked up. I know. <laughs> like that's what their conversation was. He wasn't like picking on him. He was, you know, what he was picking on him about the fact was, hey, nigga, you're a celebrity. That's what he was picking on him about. Talk to him he didn't me. pick on him on his sexuality. He picked on him on the fact that, yeah, Joe, hey, nigga, you know who the fuck you is? Yeah, Joe was the only person I could talk to him because that's his fucking peer. Yeah. Because, again, as I keep saying, regardless of how I feel about Joe Budden, he's still a rapper at heart. He still has that, uh, what's it called? The blood in him. The DNA. The DNA. And he knows how to talk to these rappers because that was him. That's how he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Like, only when it comes to music shit, I listen to him because he knows what rappers are thinking because that's how he used to think. When they, when he catches subliminals, he's a rapper. He speaks the code. He speaks their language. It's like, and I like that. 
I really do. That's why it's very insightful because rappers don't do that shit. No. So, hmm. Royce used to have a great interview, a great podcast with him and Lupe, but then shit got too damn serious off that. Yeah, Lupe about to drop an album too. Oh yeah. On same day as Chris Brown. It's not gonna do the same numbers, obviously, but I'm kind of interested in what Lupe got. Yeah, he was dropping facts the other day, saying he was gonna do a superstar remix that was gonna feature Chris Martin. From, yeah, and he wanted Eminem on there. Yeah, but M M said no, and I was thinking about why he would say no, and I was like, superstar, I was like that was the cool 2006. Oh yeah, he was. I was well within M's drug binge. Right. Yeah, he wasn't in the right mind frame to rap. So yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So and I enjoyed that interview for what it was. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have finished uh, and completed HBO viewing. Um, winning time. Oh, I finished that a while ago. I should have mentioned it on the last pod, but we got side talking on too much. So, winning time, phenomenal. Can't wait for season two. Mm. It was great how they finished that one. Oh, I watched Stranger Things, the new season of it. I saw a lot of people were conflicted. They, I know, because because they took two years, but they split it. They split the seasons into two parts because the first seven episodes that's volume one, mm-hmm. and the last two episodes volume two. But the reason why oh, they did power. Well, I guess you could say that because the episodes are literally like nine, like an hour fifteen minutes. Well, I heard they did it like a movie. Yeah, because yeah, they, season because don't you go the longest episode like episode seven that shit was like ninety minutes. Yeah, I heard they made it to a movie. And then episode and then season two, not well, volume two, the last episode, episode nine is gonna be two hours and thirty minutes. Yeah, what uh, yeah. people say about that? You get a movie, shut the fuck up. Literally, I'm like, oh, that's dope. July first, I'm like, oh, for show. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I heard people were conflicted about that in Ozark. Oh people, were, oh, people didn't like the ending of Ozark. Yeah, I, I can see why folks Ozark. didn't like that ending. Yeah. I liked it, but keep telling you should yeah, watch so Ozark. Finish, finish that. Oh, what about um, the Godfather shoot? It's still going. Oh, okay. Um, and then I finished. Uh, we are the we own the city. Oh uh, yeah, I'm about to. That's. I did I mean. not know. So the ignorance in me. Mm-hmm. Um. I did not know it was authentically based on a true story. I remember I saw that on the fucking... Like, um, I, I I thought they were referencing true, event. true life events. Mm-hmm. But I, didn't, I did not know that this was legitimately based on a true story. And if I did, it just it literally came and went because of all the shit that was going down, you know, back to back to back. Because mm-hmm. around this time, this was when Trump went into office... Some other shit was going down. You know, it was like somebody would be murdered by the police one day, then you know, it would go to yeah, another city. Twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen or whatever. Well, it, it, what it's not centered around uh, Freddie Gray, but he gets referenced a lot <laughs> because this is around the police corruption. Oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah. I remember seeing like so, the plot, the plot for it. Yeah. Um. So it's not centered around Freddie Gray, but how they investigate it is kind of around Freddie Gray. Mm. Not because of Freddie Gray, but just in terms of what happens as a result of Freddie Gray, mm-hmm. it kind of opens up a can of worms. Oof. Um, but I just didn't remember it. It kind of like came and went. Mm-hmm. I just remember Baltimore. So yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's right. This did happen. It ended off like, again, it's not the wire. So people going into it thinking it's going to be some wire type shit, it's not. But they ended that shit off pretty good. That's good. It's really, it's really well acted. I need to watch Better Call Saul. They were saying that's the, the yeah, final they, they season. Said, they were saying they were really hitting it out the park. Yeah. And then it makes you want to go back and rewatch Breaking Bad and shit. Right. I'm like, oh, shit. And then, of course, people had mixed mixed emotions about Atlanta. How it ended. I mean, I just look at it as a continuation into season four. So, well, yeah, season four. So, 
I have conflicted. I, like after the, after everything that was going on that season, I was just like, okay, I see what you're doing. Well, I told motherfuckers don't don't count those one-off episodes. It's gonna tie in. It's gonna tie in at the end. And it just did. keep watching. Yeah, that post-credit scene. Keep well, watching. The episode going to tie in. Episode focused on what's her name? Van. Uh, yeah, it's Van's episode. I you know. Oh well, just leave her alone. Like she's out here living her best life. She's living her best life. Nope, she no, wasn't. She was not. She, she was, was not living her best life. She was trying to escape. She was depressed. Super depressed. I threw out a theory because people were theorizing she had cancer. She didn't have cancer, um, but she was far from living her best life. She was depressed. And it was a it was a callback from that was her friend from um, when they went to go to the Drake party. Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly who that was when I saw her. And if you notice, they. Uh, Wasn't that the same chick at the dinner table in season one? No. Okay. But if you notice, they did the how they did the three friends. Mm-hmm. They did the three friends like they were uh, Earn, Al, mm-hmm. and yeah, Darius. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that because the one of the friends is actually Darius's um, baby mom. Well, yeah, like um, the Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield, yeah, baby mama. Yep. Yeah, that was that was a good, it was wild and eating hands and shit. Yeah, they they actually do that shit. Really. When they when they when she said he calls me such and such, uh-huh. and they were about to beat beat her up, and they ended up beating dude in the car. Yeah, uh, Tess, uh, whatever the name is, and in the description, it's wow, that Tess person is really alive. Uh huh. That's a real person. They really do that shit. That's cannibalism. Obviously, that that shit really goes on. Ugh, I guess. Yeah. And pissing on him in the end, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, okay, when are they going to stop? And that's when he goes, oh, they stop. And I was like, yep, right on time. And then there was a post-credit scene where Earn, they're back, I guess they're back home. He's in the office. Yeah, he's looking more clean and everything. He gets a package from somebody. He doesn't know who it was. And he goes through it. See the Deftone shirt? He's like, oh, shit. You know, puts it over his shirt. And he's going through it. He's a package of pills. And then there's a picture. And then, you know, Earn just kind of gets up and walks off. And then the camera just slowly pans in and you see a white boy with his whole family but then when it zooms in onto the white boy the music starts getting very slow down distorted you see it's the white urn from the previous episodes Mm -hmm. from the side episodes or whatever the one that was in the dream the one that was in the um you know the one who offed himself it was this it was that and it kind of just goes black and it was funny because after I watched that shit, it was kind of creepy the way they filmed it. And right when it went black, my power went out in my house. And I was like, oh, nope, 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 nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, Easter egg references. I saw the uh, the um, Paperboy. Paperboy. Yeah, it's Paperboy. I saw oh, the, no, I'm, talking, I'm just talking about that scene. What was the, what was the references in that in that scene? Uh, what's the group group's name again? Deftones. Tone Deaf. Ah. So everybody that was in those one-offs, they were toned down. They were toned down. Racism. Yeah. And then, uh, so, Earn and that Earn, they have the same name, Earn Marks. Yeah. So now Earn has the bag. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, in the side episode. No, no, no but, but you understand what I'm saying now. Earn has the bag, the money. Earn has the bag, figuratively, literally, like, uh, has the bag. Yeah, because of what it was said in the reparations. In, yeah, episode. And, he and, said that he lost his bag. No, yeah, but in and even going back to the very first episode of the show, mm. of what the you? series, Earn couldn't keep up with any money. He couldn't have anything. Oh yeah, and how it just how life is like a pendulum, mm-hmm. and how it was. It, it's all about swinging one way, and it's how 
white people think that you know black people it's uh we feel sorry for them but really it's supposed to be the other way because you know it yeah. pendulum swings one way and now things are swinging in Ern's direction yeah I remember like Donald Glover's brother had a did an interview and he said flat out they originally were gonna start exactly where season two left off at and they're like no like fuck that shit and they did what they're doing yeah now I hope in season four I hope I hope we've stayed more focused on the main characters and shit and see where everything leads into and shit with a little mix of you know weird shit and they do the weird shit I don't I honestly don't care just just. Just land it. Just land it on a very good thing. I don't even give a fuck. Just produce what you want to produce. Man. I honestly don't care. I enjoyed season three. I enjoyed it too. So I I, I genuinely don't give a fuck. I said flat do out. what you want to do. I said flat out because that episode dropped the same day. Like I was just saying that Kendrick and Donald Glover gave the people what they needed, but it may not be what they wanted. Oh, I disagree. Why are you saying They that? didn't give the people what they needed. Uh-huh. They gave the people exactly what the fuck they wanted to do. They didn't give the people what they what needed. Want. I mean, it's a play on words from Kanye from Jesus. But no, I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. They didn't give the people what they needed. <laughs> they gave them exactly what the fuck they wanted to do. Mm. And that's exactly what you're supposed to do as a creator. Mm-hmm. It ain't about what the fuck you need. That's exactly, what I want to do. Yeah, that's what like pretty much what Kanye. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. And if you got a problem with it, you go become a creator then. Exactly. That's the that's what I took away from that. If you got a problem with this, you go create. That's what the description kept saying. The description kept hinting at that. That shit kept saying, yo, why you keep messing with this shit? Why they keep being fake woke? Why they keep doing this and that? They kept hinting at that shit. It's like, fam, if you don't like this shit, just go create your own shit. They, they were, the, the, the description was representing us. Yeah. That's what they, yeah. Ah, great show. That's a great show. Is motherfucking just Obi Wan, nigga. Like that. That is by far the best Star Wars series out right now. Period. The Wire turns uh, twenty this year. Oh shit! You know, do you rewatch? I mean, and you always I, do I it. I always do. I know you always do it, but I might start early because these finals don't exist to me. <laughs> Rest in peace to Ray Liotta. Yeah, man. That was wild. Seventy six years old, man. Yeah. I didn't even know he was seventy six. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Shit was that, crazy. I didn't sleep. And, hey, one of the greatest fucking gangster, gangster actors. With Goodfellas yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Goodfellas a classic. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, on that note. Let's see if there's anything yeah, else. Yeah, make sure before I say it. Uh, Martin is having a reunion special. They're scheduling. They're going to do it in the same way that Fresh Prince had theirs. They're going to get together. There's going to be a segment where they do... Um, a tribute uh, to Tommy Ford, mm-hmm. who play, of course, played Tommy. Um, but I think that's gonna be the first time. It's gonna be on Martin BT and, uh, and Trisha Campbell. And, uh, Tisha Campbell are gonna be on camera together. Oh no, they've been on camera. No, together. in terms of oh, on set, on set at the same time. Yeah, yeah. since uh, season four. <sighs> Man, that was season five. That was such people. People said that that season is so awkward. Yeah, it really is. Uh, salute to Rihanna, ASAP. I don't know if we said that last time. We didn't because we didn't care. But now I guess yeah. Well, no, because I don't think she had the baby. Oh yeah, she didn't have the baby yet. Yeah. yeah. So salute to Rihanna, ASAP Rocky. Had a yeah, had healthy a, baby boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in the world. Of negativity. I stayed. I stayed away from it. I was actually kind of upset that I allowed it to get to me in Kevin Samuel segment last episode. I know the joke was in. I was just joking, but I was kind of upset I allowed it to get to me. Oh, yeah. Is that like so? But I did see a lot of shit 
take place where I was like, I'm not even going to engage in it. See. But I'm going to point it out because mm. people need to they need to heal themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bronny's prom pics. Oh, that shit. Saw a lot of grown-ass women trying to claim a 17-year-old. Because he, he got You need old. to heal yourself because he is not for you. Uh, Simone B. speaking on Martin Luther King. You need to heal yourself. And fix your eyebrows. Uh, because, uh, yeah. That was weird. And your argument, that could have been snapped like Thanos real quick. Because it was based off of emotion. Yeah. It made no sense at all. She's weird. It just made no sense. But speaking down on his legacy, when it's still conflicting because, uh, Miss Coretta had said, nah, the FBI made that shit up. So... Now she's just making up shit. Oh, she's just misinformed. And I want to point out something real quick. Mm-hmm. Because on one end, I'm not agreeing with... Like, if it's, if it's not in place... If you don't have an agreement with your significant other in partnership, mm-hmm. and if, you, if you're cheating or whatever, fine. Yeah. I'm not saying that, like, okay, we can agree with that. Cool. That's not exclusive to making you bad as a as an employee. That was a stupid argument. It really was. If you cheat on me, you're horrible in every facet of your life. No, that's not how that works. No, you just that's just that, that's not how that works. If, that if, sounds like projection. If you cheat on me, you're a horrible CEO. No, because the point of being a CEO uh, does not mean the bottom line is if you generate sixty million dollars for us as a company, you're a great fucking CEO. End of story. She's a like so, I said, she's a weirdo, man. You gotta heal yourself. Please heal yourself. Please. And I saw people pissed off at Chris Brown for congratulating Rihanna on giving birth to a healthy baby boy. You gotta heal yourself. Why do they project their feelings on these celebrities, you man? Got, you gotta heal yourselves. You gotta remember, Rihanna congratulated Chris when he uh, announced that he had healthy babies. Yeah, she sure did. And then they had the same reaction to Rihanna. Why did you do that? You gotta heal yourselves. And again, I I gotta take accountability for myself on, even though it was a joke, I didn't like how it sounded when I played it back last week. You gotta heal yourself. So I gotta, you know, I gotta, gotta, look, gotta look inward at myself. You know what I'm saying? I gotta take me out of my character. It was a joke, but I didn't like how I presented mm-hmm. the joke. And also, the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard shit, that shit came out today. I personally do not care about it, but there was a lot of projecting on the timeline of after the verdict. Y'all gotta heal yourselves. Well, but I'm glad he got that money. I'm glad he got that motherfucking money. Hey. Niggas get abused too. They do. You gotta listen. And she literally said on her on tape, because Johnny Depp recorded her, say, go ahead and tell everyone in the world that you got abused by a woman and see who's and see who's gonna believe you. Yeah, look, man, believe victims. No matter what race. No matter what gender. No matter, no matter what no matter gender. what race, no matter what gender, no matter what sexual preference. Believe yeah. victims. When they say something's going on, you should believe them. If a man said that his that he's getting abused by his girlfriend and wife, but he's staying together for the kids and he doesn't want to hit her back or whatever, believe him. And I said this, believe victims, but also listen to the stories too. Because mm-hmm. if them stories ain't adding up, you can't be afraid to just wholeheartedly go ahead and believe. I've read that she's shitting his bed. Man, they was coming up with stories. They were saying, no, they were saying that she shit in his bed. Oh, no, no. What I'm yeah. saying is the stories that was coming out 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it just... It, yeah, because I remember when... Nasty work. Yeah, well, I remember when that shit came out about Johnny Depp, and they, that was during the whole Me Too shit. Everyone was all... Had her back and everything, and then Johnny Depp started saying, no, she was abusing me. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm not taking no sides of it. No, I, you can take a side. No, She's on record of oh, yeah, saying, being a horrible person. Horrible saying, person, Saying, yeah. I didn't even slap you that hard. You're being a baby. What do You, you can't tell somebody yeah, that you harmed. saying that. On tape. Like, no, you can pick a side in that. Yeah, you can and, definitely pick a side what's there. even crazier is that when the verdict came out, people were saying, like, oh, this is such a bad precedent for women. For women. No, yeah, it is a bad precedent. No, 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 not women. For- but it's, like, for other victims of that shit, because now they're going to have guys that say that shit. Well, and yeah, just- keep your hands to yourself. And stop talking down on people. Because there's also a thing as uh, as verbal abuse. Mm. Maybe you should check yourself from within. It's, you know, physical and verbal abuse isn't just coming from a man. Yeah. There's many instances where that comes from from women. And women and I've seen I've seen it for myself where women will get or start talking like a man, get in the dude's face, and then when the dude reacts with that same energy, then they start crying and say, Why did you hit me? Now I'm not saying I do that, but I see it. And the whole Johnny Depp shit, like I said, I didn't follow the case, so I'm not gonna go, but the stuff that I've seen and the shit that I heard and the shit that she did I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty nasty. Yeah. Her, her attorneys were like fucking they said her mice and trash. mazes. Like, they were walking into traps themselves. They kept trying to get, one of them kept trying to get Johnny Depp to like, oh, so you were drinking, you were an alcoholic. And he just like looked at him and was like, you were no. there? <laughs> Shut that shit right down. You was there? Yeah. <laughs> he had nothing to say. Yeah, all oh, right, a bunch of projection. Um, heal yourself. Yeah, you gotta heal yourselves. And down to sports, making some moves. Yeah, kind of. Uh, they went and got Aaron Donald and Jalen Brown. That does enough for uh, to add some prestige because mm-hmm. you just went and got a Super Bowl winner and you went and just got a player that is now in the NBA Finals. Good for Kanye. Even though I hope that the uh, rapture takes place, that does not uh, change history. History is being made. <laughs> you must recognize history. Yeah. Even though I want the world to end. Yeah. Shout out to them. Exactly. <laughs> big moves. Big moves. And that's all I got. And on that note, this is episode 265 of the most consistent podcast of the day. Yeah, we go. Only logical sense. You can follow me on Twitter. Shout out to Mr. Fab. You can follow me, Mr. Busby, at, at Mr. Busby 4, lowercase 08, on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at TheologicalSP. You can always follow us on the Instagram at TheologicalSense. And, of course... On that face, book. Give me a hell, yeah. And on all social media, you can follow me at JC. No, Don't ask me about basketball. It's over, man. I don't got nothing for you. He's a Sith. I play, you know, talking about 2K, talking about this Obi Wan shit. I'm here to talk. I'll tell you about talk, 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 Star Wars, man. Star Wars, nigga. Talk about Obi Wan getting his ass kicked. Talk about Darth Vader putting the fear of uh. The fear of Palpatine in that man's eyes. The fear of Skywalker. The fear of Anakin. Like, that's Anakin, nigga. No, that's 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 Sith God. Sith God. Sith Lord. <laughs> Address me with four letters. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I am the Sith man. I'm the, the Sith Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Anakin. 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 What have I done? <laughs> Why did he say it like that? I done, nigga. Not enough. Burn, nigga. Anyway, this is gonna sound like Eminem now. Burn.
Burn, bitch, burn. Now bleed, bitch, bleed. I ain't bleeding. Burn, bitch, burn. Burn, bitch, burn. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer right there. Burn, Kenobi, burn. Oh, God. Ben. You don't know him as Ben. Oh, yeah, but I know, but how did he come up with Ben? Oh, it's probably his alias. Yeah, come up on the fly. This is alias, because, you know, they got to make up shit. Yeah, wasn't, yeah. you just had to think of something. You, you, post-traumatic stress. Uh, ben. <laughs> ben. Anyway. Nah, I've been kicking your ass I've since then. I've been kicking your ass. Should have took the high ground. Anyway, we out. <laughs> Peace. 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 Peace.